Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Into the high knowledge. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Trying to be FCC compliant. The hideouts. Something enjoyable for children. The hideout. You guys are so funny and so smart. The hideout. Jesus loves the hideout. Enter the hideout. L-F-A-N-G-Dubs. And be heard. <clears throat> that makes us sound important. <clears throat> what, what? What's new? What? Oh, you still want me to take them out? No. I'm just clearing my throat. <laughs> Welcome into the hideout, 106.7 WJFK. Uh, I am El Jefe. That is J Dubs. And uh, what what what's new? How's everyone doing? Good to see you on this beautiful, beautiful, gorgeous, uh, tremendous day in the capital city. Uh, please feel free to participate if you like. 866-277-4969. 866-277-4969. Here's the way the show works when it comes to phone calls. You do not automatically get on the air. You go through a screening process via Oddball and uh, Bad Monkey. They'll decide whether or not your call's good enough to get on the air. And uh, the way we do the show, more than likely, we'd like you just to kind of hang out and uh, stare at the radio. Just like it was a television. Like it was the old days. The golden days of radio. Like the 20s and 30s, I think. Did they have radio back then? Yeah. You know, like those days. And uh, what we do is we try to do our best to entertain. we got a great show lined up for you this this afternoon. We're going to have a movie director, uh, supposedly, stop by the hideout this uh, this afternoon. Also, too, an expert, a serial killer expert will join us to talk about the BT, is it BTK killer? BTK. All right, so we're going to have someone talking about that as well. Uh, there's a lot to get to in our personal lives, a lot of uh, news to share with you, I suppose. Unlike me, the BLT killer. <laughs> and um, I'm hungry. And, of course, uh, more than anything, mental abuse, because that's what we specialize in doing here in the hideout. So much so, I'd like to start the show by telling you, if you have not visited our website, RadioHideout.com, if you have not been there yet, it is, um, it is shameful for you because it is a roadmap to the show a lot of new people first of all don't even know who we are dubs amazingly they uh, they didn't listen to the old saturday night show they did not um they did not end up listening to the weeknight show maybe because it was too late at night or it wasn't on long enough no uh, that could have been as well so here you are maybe you're a new listener to the hideout on sunday afternoons go to radiohideout.com and it makes it real easy real easy for you to uh, get to know who I am, uh, I am Hefe, that is Dubs, our producer is Tommy Bateman back there. Don't be jealous that I've been chatting online with babes all day. Besides, we both know I'm training to become a cage fighter. And uh, we've got Corolla, who is our official radio bottom and all that kind of fun stuff. So you can get to know the show there. Now, speaking of our radio bottom, Corolla, online on RadioHideout.com right now is a complete movie. Um, there was footage taken off the air. Um, from the beginning and the end of the Corolla 500. This is where Corolla, uh, in honor of the Daytona 500 last week, had to do 500 push-ups within a two-hour period. Otherwise, he had to eat a uh, a couple of bites of this lasagna-slash-spaghetti that had been sitting in the WJFK lobby for about a month that was brought up to Don Geronimo. And so uh, it is all there. The, it's up now it on RadioHideout.com. It is up from the beginning to when we found it 
to the end when Carolla off the air after the show gets mad. I've never had so many requests during the week. Hey, when is that video going to be up? When is that video going to be up? That's why we put it into uh, fast production. Yeah, Bad Monkey did one hell of a job. I cannot believe that he is still not working in radio. Because, I mean, in, uh, in television, because he is a master editor, and he got it up, and he's got it online. So here's the thing. Now, here's a, a dubs a couple of things. First of all, Yo wants to say to you, run a good board today, Jay. I know. I have to. I have to uh, have a good mix going. Now, what's that about? Uh, during the Ron and Fez show Friday night, uh, we had a paranoid. Uh, he does a bunch of songs for Ron and Fez, and as well as... CosmicCircus.com does yes, a fake radio show. Paranoid.com. And also Tender Pullman, who is kind of the new kid on the block. He came in, started doing some music, and I guess he was unhappy with how I run the board, that I didn't have enough guitar in the background. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't running a good mix for him. He said that's why his songs have not gone that well over the air lately. Oh, because so- of my board work. Now, Dubs, out of I forgot you got into radio to run a music board, right? Yes, that's why I got into radio. I think you know I have an ear for it, right? And I'm pretty damn good at it. Well, you know what? I'm I apologize that people are giving you crap, and I hope that everything works out during this talk show, uh, non-music intensive. Everything well, works out. The funny thing is, like when we had uh, we've had bands in here before. Well, we've had well built the full band in here doing uh, music. And we mic'd that perfectly. I can't mic a guy in a in a stupid acoustic guitar. You know, now that I think about it, the well-built didn't sound very good. It sounded great. Now, CD I, quality. Actually, I want to say, the more I think about it, I had a tough time hearing. I think you could have raised the levels here or there occasionally. I think now you're just giving me crap. I don't think you're actually meaning this. I don't think you're ever going to make it as a studio uh, board operator the way you want to. Well, then I might as well just kill myself now. Please? We need somebody for the fourth or something for the four thirty break. I'll work it out. That could, that could kill fifteen minutes, <laughs> maybe. And Bad Monkey says he has the camera. Imagine sending that out. Do you think that there's any way that we could get anyone on our staff to kill themselves? I think we've been close before, but they always quit before they get to that point. That reminds me of Radio Bottom, uh, Alex Corolla. So here's what's going on. We were out at the MCI Center last night. It was Dubs. Myself, um, Corolla, Bad Monkey came out to uh, to, do, to do some filming, and your chick went out yep. as well. So we're all out there, and it's the MCI Center. It was the ice racing series. There was a whole thing going on. It was a lot of fun. We want to thank the MCI Center for having us out there. Now, Dubs, originally, they told you what? Uh, I was told by the sales staff here to uh, come up with a good idea to do out during intermission. You know, to entertain the crowd while everybody is in the back getting their next uh, their next heat ready. And that's something that happens in the business. You see it all the time. Maybe at you know basketball games, football games, whatever. Radio people will come out and they will entertain. Yeah. And so they came to us to give the idea. We said Corolla bowling. Yeah. We said let's uh, take Corolla, strap them down, uh, throw them across the ice and do uh, ten pins. Have like five or six people out there bowling. Whoever knocks down the most amount of pins wins. And it was going to be a whole thing. He was going to have his uniform on with the cape. Yeah. It's not, you know, it's not panties. Over, it's not an over the top idea. It's a, it's a funny idea to do at a family event. And the pins would be empty forty ounce uh, bottles. It was going to be fine. It was going to yeah. be funny. Well, I guess that didn't go through, right? No, I guess not. I was, I was under the impression that it was going through up till Thursday. And they told you what? 
Thursday, uh, the sales staff came to me and said, hey, uh, you guys, uh, you and Hefe are going to be out on the ice during intermission. I'm like, yeah, I know. And you guys are going to be on tricycles racing other radio stations. And your comment was? No, we aren't. There's no way in hell that I'm going to be your dancing monkey or clown and get on a tricycle in the middle of the ice. Now, I want to commend you because, uh, amazingly, normally in radio, it's so funny that people will sell their souls to do anything. Uh, to be in this business, they love it that much that they're willing to give up any dignity that they have and go out in front of, you know, a few thousand people and and end up riding around on a tricycle looking like a big, dumb dancing bear. Yeah. You know, essentially. And so com- kudos to you for finally saying no. There's no way in hell we're doing this. So we end up talking. Well, you know, if this was if this was the old Saturday Night Show before we started, you know, before we got comfortable here, we would have done it. We would have ended up doing it. Right. I feel comfortable now, and the fact that I don't have to do that kind of stuff. And I'll tell you what, if uh, you know, if it was, if they said, hey, your you know producers or interns have to do that, that's fine. But you aren't going to get me out there on a tricycle. On a tricycle. <laughs> and so we ended up getting Corolla to do it. Yeah. He did it in a cutoff T-shirt. And so it, it, there's actually video of it. I don't think it's up right now. But it, you know, it worked out okay. Yeah, it was fun. Honestly, easiest money we've ever made. Yeah. Because Corolla's the one that ended up looking like the ass. We basically stood on the ice. Yeah. And I want to say hello to, I forget what their names are, but the morning guys over at Arrow 94.7, very nice dudes. Turns out they were in Dallas before they were here. They're good guys. They had heard of the show. They had listened to the show, you know, and uh, had a really great conversation with them. Now, here's the funny thing, Dubs. I was networking. Yeah. You never know. You never know that these guys may be able to hook us up somewhere down the line. That's why I keep you around. Because you like to network, you like to talk to people. I like to sit in the stands in the corner until I have to do something, then go do it, and then go home. Right. That's me. And you were pouting the whole time. I wasn't pouting. I wanted a cigarette. I wanted to go smoke. They said we had 15 minutes. I thought we could go smoke, and then I got shot down. It's amazing how you're a prima donna right now. I'm not a prima donna. Because you won't get on the tricycle. Are you better than that? Yes. The thing is... The place is filled with smoke anyway from these uh, motorcycles and everything going around on the ice. Why can't I just have a cigarette in there? I don't know. Hey, Tommy, do me a favor and find the Z104 website. Because uh, I don't think it's Z104.com. I don't know if it's more Music 104 or what it is. But find me the Z104. Maybe go to DCR TV or something. See if you can find it for me. By the way, happy late birthday to Dave Hughes. I know it was his birthday the same week. It was ah. my birthday. It was birthday week for me. I didn't mean to uh, to let you down and forget to uh, to give it out there. So why are you sending me these jokes, Tommy? There's no way that I can read any of those. He's giving me all these ideas of people who could ride on the tricycles. I'll turn off my mic. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> That was just for you. Well, no, we are their dancing monkeys. Well, no, that that we'll end up doing. I'll I'll ride around in their office if they want me to. Now, talking about giving up dignity, the one thing about being out at this gig was this chick, Whitney. Yeah. From Z104. Yep, red-haired girl. Now, she's she's red-headed, I suppose. Do you know anything about her, Bateman? She used to be on DC 101. She would do, like, overnight stuff and fill in for uh, the other redhead, Danielle Flynn, a lot. All right, now let me tell you this. 
Um, she was actually good though on their station. Yeah, well, maybe annoying uh, in real life. <laughs> really? Yeah. I mean, I'm not. I don't know if she was drunk or something. No, I don't think. I, she was no, drunk. I don't know if she was, but it was exactly like how a drunk person would act. I, Just belligerent. I wouldn't even say a drunk person. A uh, drunk dude. That's what she was like. She was like a drunk old dude. And so here's the thing. So she's there, and you see her from far away. She's got a pretty hot little body. You know, and she's kind of mm-hmm. wearing like the hip huggers and like a Z104 shirt that's mm-hmm. kind of a kind of a belly shirt, but not. You, and you know, she was definitely like a rock chick. Right. You, I could see you doing. See, you would see her at a Slipknot concert, probably. I had no comment because we're on in the middle of the afternoon. Um, so anyway, I don't. Just don't do it. I see you going for it. Don't do it. Mm-hmm. So she's walking up, and she's this. She should pre- be wearing the mask. Okay. She wasn't. What? So she walks up, and it's it's automatically like she's everywhere, and yeah. she's you know she's the she's life. She's radio. She's yeah, she's the life of the party, and she's bubbling and this and that. And if to me, this is the saddest thing in the world. When you meet these radio people, and they can't stop performing. Yeah, and they, they can't be cool. You know, it's like, hey, honey, we're no offense. But we're downstairs uh, at the MCI Center, kind of in the back. Yeah. We're just hanging out. We don't need you to come in and be the life of the party and act like Mr. Mister or Mrs. Super Cool Chick. And it was really odd because then she starts, like, kind of flashing people in the crowd. Yeah. But I don't think she, like, showed her her, her breasts. Her breasts. Get Carole in here because I think Carole. Carole is- actually saw it, so no. I didn't even know this happened. Yeah. Yeah, this this Whitney chick. I guess it's what is the for their website moremusic104.com. Now let me say this: I got some friends over there. JV who does nights over yes, there. Yes, he's the one that gave us our first shot. He's the one that gave the hideout the first shot. Sean Sellers, I've had some contact with. He's a very good dude. He's their afternoon guy. Oh, but Corolla, mm. did you see what this chick was doing? Yeah, I saw, and I thought I saw some side breastage going on, little Janet Jackson thing. Really? I I could have swore I did. Now, now, the funny thing is, this is a family event. I mean, you shouldn't even be miming that. Right. Right. And so I just, did you not think that it was odd as well, the way just, that... Sh- it's just really weird. It was like being with somebody who's 17, but they look like they're 30. You know, like, that's kind of what it was like. Oh, yeah, we're going to do this. Yeah, yeah, we're going to kick your butt. And we're like, that's great. 36. This and is gym class. Come really? on. I don't, know how, alone. I don't know how old she is. But I'm just like, all right, calm down. We're just da- playing kickball here. So then we're downstairs. I guess we're about to go on. We're about to ride the tricycle thing, or at least Mike, the sales guy, and Corolla are going to do the tricycle thing because there's no way we're going to be the dancing monkeys. So we're downstairs at the MCI Center, like about to get on the ice. And she like starts talking trash about how her her team's gonna win and this and that. And I'm like, I'm like, good. I'm like, what? So I play along. You know, we're about to go on the ice. I'm like, yeah, whatever, honey. You're going down. You'll be lucky if you finish third. Then she. The said, funny thing is, when you said you're you're going down, she just dropped right to her knees. And all no, right, not like that. No, you mean you're like going down in the race, falling, falling. Okay, no, no not at all. I don't mean that. <laughs> All right. So anyway, she goes, well, after I say you're going to finish third at best, she gets in my face and she goes, oh, your hmm hmm smells. 
or I can smell your hmm. Yeah. Basically, the woman, you know, the, she was the dirty you, word. Yeah, she was calling you a woman and saying that you're a blank. wussy. Yeah. All right. She's calling me a wuss. Yeah. And, but you and think, your blank stinks. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, uh, look here, honey. <laughs> I don't think you want to get started because Dubs and I do this for a living and we'll be with no one. So maybe you should just calm down and settle down over there. And we end up going out on the ice. Uh, they win. They cheated. And she- Well, the, the thing is, they brought uh, a little kid out to do it. And by the way, Carola, you were a disappointment for losing. <laughs> Mike kept up with that kid the whole time. Dude, then- I kept up. I- he... Lost it at the end. I had to catch Shut up. Shut up. I almost caught up to him. It was awful. And he's a little kid. He's got short little legs. What am I supposed to do? Why are you yelling? And this is this is the other thing, too. I told you. I go, if you don't win, take Whitney out. Run into her. Yeah. And you didn't. Why didn't you? Because she cheated. She didn't get on the bike. She let the kid go the whole she, time. She was standing there in the middle of the ice. You couldn't have hit her from behind? They didn't get up and just throw the tricycle at her. I didn't think of that. So anyway, we uh, she ends up coming over, and like we actually got video of this. Bad Monkey got video of this. She comes over and she starts like putting her arm around me and like pointing at my face, and um, and I'm like, help me, help me, somebody get Grandma off. Because <laughs> <laughs> she's this old lady in these young women's like, I mean, you know how hot Jen dresses. Maybe you've been to Radio Hideout. Like. Like, kind of like a young emo kind of thing. Yeah, but, but it's like, uh, right, that yeah. whole bit. And I'm like, help get off of me. <laughs> so anyway, um, it was just really odd and disturbing. And so apparently she's on something or other. She's on some show. Oh, I thought you meant drugs. No, oh, here's the other thing, finally. So she comes up afterwards. Mm-hmm. And begins to make nice. She goes, what did she say, Dubs? Because we're, uh, we're she, standing there. The whole thing's over. Yeah, we're ready like, to leave. Hey, that was all in fun. You know, I, I didn't mean to talk trash. I didn't uh, I didn't realize who you guys were. That's what she said. I'm like, like, like we're somebody, actually, anyway. Yeah, but, but and then you, so you would just talk trash to anyone then? Yeah. I just don't get it. You wouldn't have respect for anybody else? Oh, and I told that, her, That's 95% of the people you find in this business. Right. Just out of their minds. Stupid. No dignity. Speaking of no dignity, RadioHideout.com, the Corolla 500 is up on. Corolla, here's the thing. We've been thinking about this. We are truly disappointed in the fact that you lost yesterday in the tricycle. So here's what we have come up with. Dubs, yellow snow punishment. Well, yeah, because we're supposed to get eight inches of snow tonight. That's what I'm hearing. Mm -hmm. So with the snow that's left out there, we're going to clean up that snow. Either uh, one uh, one group of snow will have lemonade in it. The other group of snow will be made yellow a different way. Uh, All right, and we'll put it in a couple of bowls. Yeah. Uh, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to put them in bowls, and we'll do it exactly the way Dubs did it. You're going to stick your face. You get to pick which bowl you want to stick your face yeah, in. you have a 50-50 shot here. You get to stick your face into one of the bowls and say, I am a loser. Because I lost to Whitney. I lost to Grandma Whitney. That's that's what you say. Come on, I did my best. It's not good enough. The little kid cheated. It's never good enough. Everybody lets him get away with because he's a little kid. But what the hell does that mean? That doesn't mean anything. Why do you sound so tired? I'm upset. <laughs> it was a long night last night. We, we all actually went out after the show. We partied in Chinatown. I ended up bolting around... 10.30? 
Was it 1030? Yeah, it was about 1030. Because I got drunk, man. We started doing SoCon Lime shots, a couple of beers here and there, headed over to Hooters for some food. Now, Carole ended up going back to your place, right? Yeah, me and uh, me, Carole and my girlfriend went uh, back to my place to keep on drinking. Um, we looked at the uh, Metro, and it said it was open until 3.30. So Carole decided, okay, I can come over to uh, Dubs' place, and right. then I, I'll leave at like 2.30 and still make it back to get on the Metro. Right. So we, we were drinking, and 2.30 rolls around. He's wasted. So I told him, dude, I'll wake up in the morning. I know you have some class going on tomorrow. I'll drive you uh, to your car tomorrow morning so you can make it to class. Nah, man, nah. I don't want to. I don't want to put you out like that, dude. I'll, I'll just, I'll just go. And so he walked, probably about two miles last night, about two thirty in the morning, all the way to the metro. I, I brought out a pillow, blanket, everything. Now, I don't understand why you can just, you know, now you, lay down. You've done the same thing because when I invited you over to my place, it was the same scenario. I set up the uh, the living room so you could hang out out there and. Again, you left like real, real late. What happened? Why do you refuse to spend the night at people's places? I just always, I always feel real weird, you know, like oh hey, the drunk guy's on a couch and look at this big fat guy drooling on himself, you know. And it's, it's entertaining. So, I don't care. Yeah, but you know, I, I don't like being that guy. You know, I feel like I'm imposing. You're already that guy. Oh, you're imposing on the show. If we invite you to stick around, look at how tired you are. Yeah. Should we do the yellow discipline now? You want to take the break and come back with it? Or you want to do it at the end of the show? Mm. <laughs> All right, let's do it later. Yeah, end of the show. I want you to wake up. I want to give you give a chance to uh, refuel yourself, if you will. Uh, but you maybe will- need to do, do some cardio. No, no, man, my arms are still hurting from last week. Radiohideout.com. You can see the epic video of Corolla as the uh, doing the the Corolla 500, failing at it. And then having to eat the week old, actually month old lasagna. Well, Dubs, let's take a break. Let's try to stay on schedule because we got a, uh, a guest coming up at four o'clock. Let's take a break. Come back. Have you seen the Fred Durst video? I have not seen it yet. I've uh, gotten a couple links to it, but they all end up being taken down by right. the time I get to it. If anybody has seen this, eight six six two seven seven forty nine sixty nine. Bateman, you saw it? Yeah. Are you. Give me one word. Give me if you could summarize it in one word. We'll talk about it next. But one word, what would you say? Three words. More of, actually four. More of the chick. Okay. Uh, you know what? And that even plays into something even more disturbing. This, uh, he's, he's got issues. Yeah. Well, that's obvious. You can see it. You can see it. All right. Tommy's acting it out. Let's take a break. Let's come back. Um, Fred Durst. Maybe we'll even pull some audio from it. Maybe we could do that real fast. Let's take a break. We'll come back. It's the Hideout 106.7 WJFK. Welcome back into the Hideout 106.7 WJFK. Half band up Sunday afternoon. RadioHideout.com. The latest video is up of the Corolla 500. Bad Monkey just handed us our own personal DVD copies. Excited about that. It is a it is a fun video. It is an abusive video. It is what the hideout specializes in. So, um, you know what? We were bad-mouthing that Whitney chick from Z104 because of the appearance we had last night. Allow me to give a little um, compliment to DC101 and Roach, the night guy. Yeah. Because 
as far as I'm concerned, there's no reason to listen to WJFK at 11 o'clock now at night. And I listen to The Rubber Room on DC 101. That's a great little uh, show they've got. We have The Rubber Room here on at 11 o'clock, too. Talking nothing about rubbers for kids. So anyway, you're bagging it, sweetheart. All right. So, so anyway, it was actually it was a uh, it's a good little show, and they, they play like a lot of hardcore, so like Deftones and Tool, and I think you'd really dig it. You should check it out on your way home after I, Rod and Fest. I definitely will. Easy one one. I usually, you know, don't listen to anything. I usually make my ride home. Yeah. Usually waking me up, but uh, anyway, kudos to you over there, Roach. And I'd actually I wanted to get into a whole radio spill, but first we got a couple of phone calls. Uh, Jesus Punch, you're in the hideout on JFK. Hey, hey guys, what's up? I haven't heard you for like ever. Uh, I didn't know you're back on, so I checked your, your uh, website. Yeah, everybody keep going. It's amazing that uh, people still haven't found us. We've been on Sundays, I guess, now for a month. Maybe yeah. it's our fourth Sunday show or so. But always go to RadioHideout.com. There are always updates there. And uh, we'll continue to be uh, updates. So you were a listener of the uh, the late night show, and thank you for uh, coming on over to uh, to Sunday. Well, totally. You know, I love your show. You know, it's I, great, and I and I can't wait to see the Corolla Five Hundred. It, it's up. Go there now, and it is well worth your time. All right, now, now I'm getting this Magdalena, who is a huge fan of the show, didn't even know we were on uh, on Sunday. Wow. Everybody's just missing us. There's no one. You know what? They go to RadioHideout.com, but they go straight to the forums. Yeah, they don't actually read the news section. Yeah, they don't read the air times and the... All right, what is it? It's Whitney from Z104. Hello? I just want to thank you guys for doing that promotional meeting yesterday. Z104, rock! All right, thank you. <laughs> thank you, sweetie. Um, I'm glad you called. It's nice, because we extended the olive branch, and yeah. it was very classy of her. I think we called her, and she was in the middle of shaving her, okay. her face. <laughs> Stop. Be nice. Why can't you be nice? Are you sure it was nice? her face or her neck? Okay, thank you. Maybe they're related. Yeah. Maybe that's why you didn't run her over. You know, I... Uh, that's why they're having sex. <laughs> I dumped it. That is enough. Now you look... You actually look... You look pissed and disappointed. You can only go so far, and then I have to dump you. You realize, because there's a thing called slander, or libel, or whatever it is. And it's, it's not, not slanderous. I said I think. <laughs> I didn't know if it was true or not. <laughs> so here's the situation. Uh, you know what? Speaking of radio and buddies and stuff, if you go to the website and actually use it for what it's there for, a roadmap to the show, under the names to know section, you will see that we got a friend of ours. Uh, lefty, who we work in radio with, and I'm ta- I call him today, and he was pissed. He goes, "You have a knack for calling me just as I'm about to get on the internet and look at porn." Lefty, you there? Yeah. All right. So you were actually mad, and after telling me the process that you go through, I now understand. We're about to talk about the uh, the Fred, Fred Durst video. But tell Dubs what you do, because you live with your, your beautiful girlfriend, Lauren, a Hooters chick, one of the nine that you have set, have uh, had you sex You know what? With. If that has anything to do with talking before you go into it, I, I don't want to hear it. It doesn't. Okay. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. No, but when we moved, we had to uh, reinstall Windows, so we had Windows XP. It used to be a very simple process for me. Mm-hmm. I just messed with the Internet options, so, like, Autocomplete wasn't on, so I could just type stuff in and then like delete stuff, and I was fine. Yeah, you can uh, well, cover your tracks. Right, exactly. Well, now I have to I had to set up my own account. Like we have two accounts when you turn on the computer, like a Lauren account and a Jim account. 
Well, mine we just don't ever use. It was just there. So I just started using that to look at porno. But then once I'm done, I've got to go back through, delete the account, and then recreate it. Wow. So that everything looks kosher. So you create an entire account on your own computer to look at pornography? Every single day. Would she get mad if you were looking at porn? Oh, livid. Why? Especially she saw some of the stuff I was looking at. But Females? No. <laughs> That's no. another Whitney comment. I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> Are you redheaded one? I told you to stop. Um. So what is this? So she, what, does she feel like, turn this off. <laughs> she feels like you were looking at porn, or she doesn't want you to have ever asked her about it? Oh, yeah. Like, she would watch it with me. She's always said that. Right. But uh, she just doesn't like me looking at porn, and I don't get it. <laughs> I just think it's hilarious that you end up going through and creating entire accounts. Well, I, I think there's yeah. something more to this if you actually have to cover it up. I'm thinking you're looking at some real weird stuff. Like you no, would be ashamed. It's not, no, it's not creepy stuff by any means. It's just it's dirty porno. Asian? Yeah, what does that mean? I'm just seeing if there's any... Uh... Don't. You know what? I've had enough this segment. <laughs> just don't. I know where you're going to go. Hey, did you get a drunk call last night, Lefty? Yeah, Corolla called. <laughs> what? Corolla called. He, he called pretending to be one of my, one of my buddies. <laughs> and, you know, so it took me about three seconds to realize who it was because it's a 703 number, so I know it's one of you, like you four. Now, is you it, know, it's U-Dubs, Bayman, or Corolla. Hold on a second. What 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 703 number is it? 703975. <laughs> I have no idea. 14, uh, all right, anyway, go ahead. Yeah, so he, he called. He's like, yeah, you know, how you doing, man? It's been a long time. I'm just drinking, trying to live life to the fullest before I die and all this stuff. <laughs> I, so I just played along with it. Now, didn't he call By Curious BJ too? He called By Curious BJ as well, and uh, BJ is my yeah. BJ is my cousin, and he lives over in Fowlerville, where I grew up. He called him, and BJ is a high school wrestling coach now, uh, high school wrestling state champ in his day. And Corolla called him, said he used to wrestle him in high school and everything, and he was dying of AIDS, <laughs> and he just wanted to get a hold of everybody. BJ completely went with it, and I don't think to the, uh, to now he knows it was a joke. He, he thought for sure that this guy was dying of AIDS. He used to wrestle him, and I uh, just wanted to see how it was going. I, I know there are issues, but it's BJ. You know he doesn't care. What do you think if we had Corolla, Corolla call him on the air and continue the conversation? Do you think that would work? Maybe we should tape it. Okay, maybe we... Yeah. All right, let's try taping it. Maybe we could do that at some point during the show, because it was funny. Yeah, and uh, BJ started talking about his high school wrestling team and how they took eight this year in the state. <laughs> to this friend he thinks he used to wrestle against who now uh, has eights. <laughs> he was calling randomly on a Friday or Saturday night or whatever it was. Well, Lefty, I'm sorry you have to go through all of that just to look at pornography, man. It it's really worth it. gay pornography of that. It's a damn it's shame. And you should be able to do whatever you want, my friend. All right, as long as I get my point, I don't care. All right. Well, did you end up uh, handling business after I hung up? No, you killed it. <laughs> I'm glad I could help you out. Yeah, thanks. All right, man. now I'm watching the Fred Durst porn video over oh, have here. You, have you seen this yet? No, All right, I don't no, think we can yeah, say that on a yeah, Sunday. Yeah. No? Okay, sorry. I dumped out. But the hairy gut, yeah, it's definitely just odd. I, he, he needs some upkeep on his stomach. Here's the odd thing about Fred Durst to me, okay? The odd thing about Fred Durst is that as you're watching this video, because I guess he took it with his camera phone, is that right? He took it yeah. with Wow, she's got skills though. Alright, so here's the thing. He turns the camera phone around to his face. Like he's in the middle of the act, he's watching himself, you know, perform, 
And then he turns the camera around so that you can get the look on his face as he's doing what he's doing with this young lady. And to me, that's the most disturbing thing out of this whole porn is that – oh, here it comes. I, I think he's actually going to about to turn the camera over as we sit here and watch it in the studio. It's the Hideout 106.7 WJFK. It's like my dad having sex. All right. It is. <laughs> Look at that stomach, how just furry it is. Stepmom's hot. <laughs> Your stepmom is hot, Dubs. <laughs> oh, so you see where he turns the camera? Did you see that? Yeah, it's very – just the look on his face of pure pleasure and just but he looks pervertedness. Almost, he looks retarded. Yeah. All right, Corolla, Corolla <laughs> put your face next to the uh, – to the. Uh, but you can't simulate that look, Corolla, because you've never had sex before. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is. It's just a complete retard look. It's exactly how he looked when he walked in today. He's like, hey, guys, what's going on? It's completely retarded, <laughs> like he's drooling on the camera. It is still Sunday afternoon. Well, I'm not looking at you. Stop it. Just stop. I'm not even paying attention to you. God damn. There's so much that needs to be edited out of this. All right, Lefty. Thank you for the phone call, bro. You got it, guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I hear you. You can't even begin to describe what you no, just saw. No. 866-277-4969. I'm going to take a couple of phone calls while you guys look at the Fred Durst uh, sex video. Uh, Belcher, you're in the hideout of JFK. What's going on, buddy? It just goes to show that you can't keep a good show down. Belcher used to host a game show of ours, the only black game show in America. Uh, he also was on the uh, Names to Know section of RadioHideout.com. Did you know we were back on Sundays? I didn't. I was in line at the KFC when I heard, uh, <laughs> I was flipping through the channels, and I was like, what the hell? It sounds like Pepe. Yep. And I was praying you all wouldn't come to me while I'm putting this chicken thigh in my mouth. <laughs> and unfortunately, you are. Now, Belcher is uh, six foot four, uh, about 475 pounds. Uh, give, or, give or take uh, about 400. Now, you would have been perfect to be on the tricycle yesterday. In fact, that's what Dubs and I were thinking. If we had Belcher on the tricycle, it would have been the funniest thing that you have seen in a very, very long time. Tricycle. Uh, is, life, is life treating you well, my friend? We don't have much time. We're up on a break. we got a, uh, an interview in a second, but everything going well? Going good, man. I'm going to have to come by there and bring you guys some chicken to welcome you all back. Come on by. We'll, we'd love to see you at some point, Belcher. All right. I'll see you all soon. Take uh, care. All right. Bye-bye. And it's a whole family reunion, J-Dubs, as you sit there and watch the Fred Durst sex video, Crossbar. Crossbar is in the hideout on JFK. Crossbar. Hey, we're, we're just watching your video here, honey. <laughs> <laughs> she is a... Uh, a uh, former model who was in rehab listened to the old uh, the old show the weeknight show. How are you, sweetie? Uh, I could be better. Are you uh, are you on your way out? You uh, getting out of uh, rehab? You ready to uh, to, to enter the re real world again? Um, maybe in ninety days. What now? Are you in jail? Um, I'm in rehab. Rehab. So you're in rehab for rehab? I no, I'm in real rehab. Why? What happened now? Did you uh, get back on the pills? No. They decided I needed more treatment. Oh, man. Now, how long... Now, here's the thing, and I don't even know if you could talk about this. Dubs, to me, this is all a scam. <laughs> to me, they it's a scam in that I think at some point you got to say, right, let, let's test you out in the world. I mean, how long do you have to be in rehab? Well, for a lot of people... 
almost a year sometimes. Really? Yeah, I mean, it takes a while. I feel it, you, it depends on how bad you were. I feel you got to get your system clean, mm-hmm. and then you got to learn what you did. You got to learn how to deal with everything and all the steps and that stuff. What does that take at most? Like 40 days? <laughs> No, no, it um, takes much longer than that. Really? Especially when you uh, you know you see, get out, I, you go, get out, and you uh, are almost automatically going back to your old life and your old friends. Right. So right. you got to almost be out for uh, be out of uh, circulation for a year, so you don't have those friends anymore. And you end up thinking. No, they, most people just do ninety days. I, shut it. I am. Um... I cut her off. <laughs> Why? I don't know. She's still there. Are you there, Crossbar? Yeah. What happened? So you you almost did ninety days, but what? No, I most people do ninety guys. Um, but no, I have um, almost days? nine months clean. Five, well, good for you, sweetie. Five months clean. That's nine. Good. Oh, nine. Yeah. Uh, they should let you out then. Yeah. I don't understand what the issue. And you're hot, by the way, right? Uh. Oh, we yeah. still haven't seen the pictures. Yeah, goddamn Corolla. We sent him out to take pictures with her, and he never brought back the camera so that we could see what you looked like. I thought once you guys explained to him how cameras were developed, he's... Yeah, he thought he had to mail it off somewhere <laughs> instead of drop it off. But he still didn't do it. I don't have a black room at my place. I can't I can't develop at home. Hey, hold on, <laughs> hold on for a second, Crossbar. All right, Matt, you're in the hideout on JFK. Yeah, I'm just trying to find out if anybody knows who that chick is that uh, Durst was in the video with. He's have so they named her yet? Actually, hold on. I'll go find out. Do you know? You Do you have any clue? Oh, I have no clue. All right, see... Now she now Dubs, what do you think about her? That's the only thing that pisses me off about this. She's hot. She's fairly hot. I mean, I mean she's good enough. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I mean, they, well, like you said, it looks like she's got the skills. So yeah, she definitely has the skills. She definitely watches plenty of porn and got her technique down. Now here's the well, other. Maybe she's been in a couple. I wouldn't. Well, now she has at least. <laughs> the, the, here's the other thing about this too, Matt. If have you seen it yet? Yeah. Do you notice that he's not protected? Yeah, he's definitely, you know. Yes. <laughs> Come on, man. Please try to behave. No. This whole segment, I've had to dump you about a trillion times already. You're overdumping. No, right? I'm not. Yes, you are. Uh, you, For some reason, you think we're on satellite. So, but you see this cat. He's a rock star. I figured you would have to protect yourself. And even if this is your girlfriend... You protect- but is he still a rock star? You know, I mean, is, would he still be considered? He'd still be considered one, even though that he his albums haven't been selling. I mean, he'll be playing jacks soon in Fairfax, I'm sure. Yeah. But uh, no more 9:30 club for him. All right, th- you found out who this is, Bateman. Who is this? God, you're good. Uh, I can't even say the name. Masha Novosella or something yeah. like that. Ooh, he got a mail order bride. Sweet. And there's a link to like her modeling European pictures. playmate or something like that. Right. All right, you got to check this out again. Although it's disturbing watching him. Oh, she's too hot. Five eight. Um, it's got her measurements thirty three twenty four thirty five. Oh, good lord. Size six, size nine shoes. I'm gonna hang up and listen. Thanks, guys. Yeah, Russian. Our ethnicity Russian. Blue eyes, light brown hair. But she's British. Crossbar, can you talk in a British accent for us so we can um, pretend like we're ta- pretend like we're talking to Masha? I don't know. I only have like three more minutes left to use the phone. Oh, I'm sorry, sweetie. So you're in rehab. Is there anything that we can do for you? Can you have visitors? Yeah, Sundays. 
On Sundays, you can have, oh, we're here usually. I tell you what we should do. 12 to 5. 12 to 5. On, now, this is a different place than you were at last time? Yeah. Is this one a lot more locked down, hardcore? Yeah. <laughs> Are they, like, what do you get to do there? Do you get to watch movies or what? Well, they keep us busy from, like, we wake up at 6.30 in the morning, and we do groups until, like, 10.30 at night. What do y'all talk about in groups? Oh, um... When do you get to take pills? When can you fit pills into that? <laughs> they don't, Dubs. I think that's part of the thing about being a radio. They don't like you. Oh, then I'm not going there. Do they even not? Do they even like not let you guys talk about like um like take a leave and stuff because they're afraid that maybe you'll get back into the habit of taking a pill or something? What taking a leave? Oh, you mean like a leave? You're right. A pill or a leave? No, like a leave of absence. A leave the pill. Oh, we can take that. I still take my soma. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. All right. Let's take a break. We'll come back. Um, crossbar, sweetie. I'm sorry. We're up on a break. We got an interview. That well, we have to here. Do. Let me talk to. Leave my phone number so you guys can call me on Sundays when I, you're doing the show. Perfect. Hold on. Boys in the back, hurry up and get a hold of her. Okay. Um, let's take a break, Dubs. We'll come back. Hopefully, interview next. Yeah. Interview yeah. next. Um, Dubs. I'm very excited about this movie, man. I saw it online. It's uh. Sleeping Dogs Lie, sdlmovie.com. I want you to look at the preview during the commercial break, starring Maynard James Keenan and Brad Wilk of Audio Slave and Ed Asner. Looks awesome. We're going to talk to the director next. It's the Hideout 106.7 WJFK. Welcome back into the Hideout 106.7 WJFK. Cafe and Dubs, it is uh, RadioHideout.com. A lot to still come uh, coming up for you. We're going to have our uh, serial killer expert in the hideout to talk about the BTK killer. Uh, we'll talk Oscars at some point. Dubs, you know that I... I know a lot of people don't like that network, but I mean... Uh, not BET. Oh. BTK killer. I'm sure the other BT, <laughs> BET killer would be involved with your hometown, Fallerville, Michigan. I, uh... You know that I am a huge fan, a huge fan of uh, Maynard, lead singer of Tool, lead singer of A Perfect Circle. So much so, on RadioHideout.com, our website, not only can you see the video for the Corolla 500, I've got links to all those bands and stuff. So, And you actually goof on me for being on MySpace. I learned I learned about this upcoming project by being on MySpace. I'm, uh, I'm going through the groups. Goof if you want. No, I, I'm done goofing. I can't help you anymore. You're just too you're too far gone. Possibly, but the name of the movie is Sleeping Dogs Lie, and I uh, it's a project that Maynard's involved with, and also too Brad Welk stars in it. He's an audio slave, and Ed Asner. And so I'm looking at this, and I check out the preview online, and it's great. It's a short. It's uh, it's already won some prizes. And joining us in the hideout right now is the director of the film, Stuart Lesnar. Stuart, welcome into the hideout. 106.7 WJFK. People can go to sdlmovie.com to learn about Sleeping Dogs Lie. How are you, man? How you doing? Hey, man, I'm great. Very excited to talk to you, my friend. Hey, thank you for having me, man. This no, is an honor. No, now tell me, what is this? What is this about? What is this movie? Because I watched the preview, and it. It looks almost Twilight Zone, Outer Limits-esque. Uh, well, you certainly wouldn't want to tell our writer that, but that's exactly where we're at. <laughs> okay, all right. You know, it's definitely a little Twilight Zone, a little creepy type story of uh, a guy named Jeff Hannon, who uh, is played by Brad Wilk. 
and he is haunted by these telephone calls from the past. He sort of stumbles upon these phone calls that start to haunt him. And so to sort of avenge all these haunting phone calls, he decides to go on a journey to uh, Buford, Texas, to sort of try to help out, try to find the source of these murders and these phone calls. And uh, along the way, he runs into a few folks. And, you know, it's a middle-of-nowhere town in the middle of Texas, and uh, he bumps into a couple of wild people there. And uh, one of them is, uh, is Maynard, who plays a deputy. Now, Dubs, I actually grew up in Texas. I can yeah. claim the whole state. I grew up in Dallas, but I went to Texas Tech University uh, out in West Texas. And watching this thing reminds me of times where I'd, I'd drive alone in my Jeep from Lubbock to El Paso, and there's literally nothing out there, you know, like a, like a Buford. And there's nothing scarier than stopping off in one of these towns like Buford in the middle of nowhere and trying to gas up. First of all, as a, as a Mexican-American, it's scary enough. But then even for you white folks, because these are the backwoods people. These are the kind of the, 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 the Texas Chainsaw Massacre kind of stuff. And it's like it's real life. You know, they don't have Internet. They don't have, you know dishes or anything and they're just in this their own little world in their own little community now were you guys on location were you actually in buford filming this uh well not to ruin it all being that uh you know we we did our best but no we shot that out in a place called lancaster california okay it's about 45 minutes north of los angeles and it's very very deserted and very remote that was the best that we can come up with for Buford, Texas. Because you don't really want to go to Buford. You still want to be able to be an hour away from L.A. if it really yeah, comes well, down kind to of, it. You know, um, what the cool thing was was that uh, Maynard and Brad at the at the time, they were working in the studio. So, and this was last summer. So uh, we had to keep it kind of close for those guys. And they were great, you know. They came out and there was... Uh, no rock star about it. They came out and they, they they came to do this thing pretty seriously, and they really brought their game. Now, uh, who who had the idea of you know bringing a couple rock stars into starring this thing? Well, the cool thing uh, that was uh, the producers of the movie, uh, Jeff Brooks and Ford Engler over at uh, Red Rock Entertainment. They uh, they manage these guys, uh, and they they've known these guys for many many years, and they uh, wanted to step into the movie producing world and. They found this project written by a guy, kid named Chumahan who uh, went to, at, to school out here in California, and they got this script about about a year and a half ago. And uh, it was just sitting on the desk, and all of a sudden one day Brad said, you know, hey, it'd be interesting if we uh, did a little movie together. And sure enough, there it was. Now, here's the other thing. All right, Sleeping Dogs Lies, the name of the movie. You can see uh, the trailer. You mm -hmm. see the trailer, you're going to want to see the movie, man. In fact, I'm trying to talk people into uh, ordering it for me. SDLmovie.com. It's a short. We're talking to the director, uh, Stuart Lesnar. So I read something about Keenan uh, Maynard yeah. uh, staying in character the whole time, like even like when you guys weren't filming and he was giving the writer some hassle and stuff and the cop <laughs> character. Is that right? Uh, he was he was amazing. He was definitely in character. I mean, he uh, that guy's got some major skills when it comes to acting. He was really really well prepared. And you know what? He came on, and the minute he he came out of the trailer, he was he was Deputy Lance from the beginning of the day to the end of the day. Never broke. Son of a bitch. You know what? That's what's that's what's interesting about a guy like Maynard. Yeah. He's got tool. It's not enough to have tool. Mm -hmm. Then he's going to go do a perfect circle, which to me is mm -hmm. just as good. I love it just as much. And now I know he's already done previous stuff like mm -hmm. the Bikini Bandits, but yeah. now he's getting into the acting world. It's like, leave something for the rest of us. I, he is he's an amazing talent. I was fortunate enough to uh, do a music video with him about uh, three years ago for a song called Three Libras. Yeah. And that's when I uh, I first met him. 
And uh, he, even at that point, I mean, the man's, I think he's, he's on that line of genius right there. He's just got so many facets about him. And he constantly brings and new things to you. And it's, he's an amazing human being. Now, where can people see this actual movie at and not just the trailer? Well, the, well, the thing is, is that it's released on the 28th through our website. Um, right now, we're in the festival circuits, and we're doing pretty well um, because of Brad and Maynard and Ed Asner, of course. Yeah. Um, the folks are really responding to it. Um, we won the uh, Grand Jury Prize in New York for Best Short in the festival, and we just uh, found out this past weekend that uh, we won in Miami as well. Nice. So, yeah, so uh, it's really chewing up the little festival world, and we're showing out in L.A., on March 12th here at uh, the same festival. Um, you know, it's. I would say the website's the best best line for it, you know? All right, Definitely. Sleeping Dogs Lie, the name of the movie. Stuart Lester is the uh, director talking to us right now. SDLmovie.com. Now, it being a short, how short is it? I mean, uh, when a when, uh, movie's considered a short, how long is the movie? Uh, the script was 25 pages, um, mm -hmm. which timed out to be just about 24 minutes of screen time. Oh, right on. So yeah. Now, let me ask you, now, Napoleon Dynamite was a short at first. Yeah. Is there a chance that if this does really well, you're going to have another 60 pages of script you may end up filling in? And, well, uh, we could definitely do that. Uh, we'd love to see what the response is going to be. So far, the response is overwhelming, so I'm sure that uh, that is the idea in the pipeline. You know, it could definitely be expanded upon. All right, Dubs, I want you to order this for me, and I'd like for you to do it uh, today. <laughs> or at least on the 28th, when uh, when you can officially... In fact, if people go there uh, to sdlmovie.com and they get signed up and, like, order it, mm. they're guys giving out posters, everybody signs yeah, it. Yeah, we got some really cool artwork and uh, some really good behind-the-scenes. The cool thing about uh, the movie also is that uh, along with the DVD of the movie, we also included a 30-minute sort of behind-the-scenes making of, which is so worth checking out as well, just due to the fact that, you know, seeing these guys do their thing you know, not rock star like is is it's fascinating. All right, now Tommy, our producer, by the way, who has been talking with Ford and lined this whole mm -hmm. thing up. First of all, he's a big fan of Maynard, not because of the fact that he's a singer and actor, but that he knows Brazilian jiu jitsu. And he's wondering if the uh, Maynard does any chokes or joint locks in the movie. Uh, I think you may have to check that out, but I, I could not really. Um, <laughs> I would. Why? I, I don't know. He wanted me to ask. I guess he's trying to impress Ford. He wants the job. Now l let me ask you this, Stuart. As far as now, yes. this was your first like directing gig, yeah. as far as like your first director, and this Absolutely. is your project. Yeah. Was that nerve wracking for you at all? You uh, you figure you're ready for the big time oh, i'm definitely ready for the big time here's the thing i'm, I'm a 15-year vet in uh, in the film industry shooting music videos and commercials and stuff like that so this was only a natural progression and being that um you know working with maynard and um brad who were rock stars and me coming from the music video background it was uh it was a nice it was a nice fit because i understood the mentality of taking rock stars and musicians and putting them into sort of a linear format rather than a, a music format because some you know as you could see nowadays you know a lot of these music guys are uh, they're crossing over they're trying to they're trying to expand their acting chops and music videos is the first foray and that's where they sort of get a little taste of it and so uh you know dealing with them in that aspect uh was really great Hey, Stuart, what other rock stars have you worked with? I mean, I try to look up a lot on you, but it's it's tough to find some stuff. Like, what other music videos? You're, you're very hey, well, Hagar? Yeah. <laughs> you work with Sammy? 
Red Rocker. Uh, uh-huh. No, but I, which one? I'm sorry. I know that uh, one of you guys is a Marilyn Manson fan. Uh, actually, we both are. But both Maynard are. and Manson, me half a huge, huge fan. Well, I've done a couple of Manson videos. We did uh, the Dope Show, and I don't like the drugs. And he actually lives, uh, or up until about a year ago, he lived about four houses away from me as as my neighbor here. Let so. me ask you something, Stuart. Is there yeah. any way you need a personal assistant? Sure. Uh, because I'll tell you this now. I will move. I will give up the radio. Even though we got a great thing going, mm-hmm. a lot of offers, we could be moving anytime soon. I'll give it all up, and I'll uh, I'll be your lackey if I get to uh, hang out with Please you. Come take em. Come Please take them. Come on out. Come on out. We could always use more folks out here. It was great. You know, I can I mean, use new really calls. <laughs> so. Let me, all right, so, all right, so you did the dope. Wow, that was a great yeah. video, too. I feel like I'm kissing this guy's ass, but come on. He's a genius. Sleeping <laughs> Sleeping Dogs Lie, sdlmovie.com. Stuart Lesnar. Tommy, you had a question? I was just, uh, I thought you were talking me up to go out there and be his personal assistant. No, I'm not interested in you leaving. He'd rather have a white guy be his personal assistant than a Mexican. It's it a, looks better. It's California. Well, it doesn't matter. It's California. He, wa- <laughs> he wants his car washed, too. And you know, All right, you know. Well, you know he's up. In that please. Case. All right, please, guys. We're trying to, uh, don't make me look like an ass in front of this guy. I'm very impressed with him. <laughs> um, so what's next now? You've done the short thing. You're already, you guys are winning the awards. Yeah. Where do you go from here? Well, the the big is is obviously uh, taking the next step further and going into a feature length, and I think that uh, from the response that we're getting off of off of the short, you know, there there people are already contacting us about features and stuff like that, and taking Red Rock and myself and sort of expanding, uh, you know, the film horizons and do some long form and do some features. Well, man, congratulations! It really Thank does you. look like a great film. I'm, I'm gonna try to get my boys to order it up. Uh, write this down. Uh, JFK dot com and pass it along to Manson and Maynard and uh, sure we uh, we should uh, we should all get together. You know, all right, hey man, if you guys are ever out on the West Coast, man, or if I'm ever down there, I'll definitely check you guys out. T, we'll do T. Hey, right. we appreciate it, Stuart. Stuart Lesnar, Sleeping Dogs Lie, SDLMovie dot com. Thanks for hopping in the hideout, brother. Hey, thank you guys very very much. All right, we'll chat with you, my new best friend. I thought you were talking to a chick there. I swear to Christ, I, uh... Did you get a date? I got giddy. I'm giddy like I was talking to a chick. You know, I, I can see you doing the high school thing when you go home, calling him up. Hey, do you know who this is? I'll give you a hint. Speaking of that, didn't you get a call? Oh, yeah, this uh, <laughs> this weekend. I got a, uh, I got drunk dialed this weekend. By who? Polly Loose Bowels. Again? Yes. And I, I don't know where he's getting his alcohol from because I think the kid's only like 15 or 16. But he drunk that. Now, we don't know if he was drunk. He could have just... Oh, I know. He could have... He may not have been. He told me he was. <laughs> I'm trying to protect you, Polly. <laughs> hey, you called me. I'm not... I can't hold back when someone calls me at 1.30 in the morning. And so he drunk dials you, eh? Yeah. Friday night. Son of a bitch. What did he, what'd y'all talk about? <laughs> Nothing. I said, it's a little late, Polly, don't you think? No, no, no. All right, Paulie, stop right. calling. Bad Monkey's pissed that we're kissing uh, Stewart's ass. He goes, hey, my last movie was 13 minutes. Shouldn't that count as a short? And Bad Monkey, you were talented, too. You go to RadioHideout.com, you look at the Corolla 500. Bad Monkey, I would love for you to enter these into some uh, independent film festivals. Oh, are you kidding? I'm telling you, we got a great TV show on our hands. And we we could... And it's all, you know what? The only, the only problem that I have with the videos, uh, Bad Monkey... Since we're paying you so much for them, <laughs> not enough of us. Camera's always on Corolla. Yeah, we need a a bigger camera budget. We need to get a second camera in here. Yeah, listen to us. 
we're a goddamn Sunday afternoon show. <laughs> but who cares? We're talking to Stuart Lesnar. And we should be shooting a new video later on today with Corolla. I think we have a new stunt for him. The we're yellow disc. Yeah, we're going to. Uh, last uh, last night we went to the MCI Center for the Ice Race Championship, and uh, during the intermission, Corolla was racing tricycles against other radio stations and uh, came in second place. Oh. So for losing, he has to uh, pick between two bowls of snow. Each bowl of snow will be yellow, one from uh, lemonade, and the other will be made yellow in a different way. You think. Yeah. You guess. Yeah, and uh, he'll have to put his face in one of them and just say a few phrases for us. Paulie Loosebells, you're in the hideout on JFK. Hey, hey, what's going on? What's going on, Paulie? Just wondering if you wanted to hang out that night. No, no, I don't. Yeah, I saw Corolla walking from your house. And, uh, I was drunk and I may have made out with my hope that doesn't make you upset. All right, yeah. stop. I love Sadie. Okay, thank you. Which radio rules. All right. And speaking of Sadie, she's become a big star on the radio, not even on our show. Oh, yes. All right. Who get Corolla in here? Yeah, Just, Corolla actually heard this. I didn't get to hear it. Rich Radio yesterday, uh, new show here on WJFK. Someone called up there with a. Well, hold uh, on. Let's have Corolla see if he can. If yeah, he can. With, with some kind of business idea involving Sadie Lou. Now, what is Rich Radio? You got Rich Radio me. is a uh, show about how to make money, basically. Okay. You know, like you know, uh, what are good business ideas? You know, just different stuff like that. All right. So, what was this you heard on Rich Radio? Because you called me and you were like, "Dude, you got to turn on the radio." And you <laughs> turned on the radio and put your phone up to it so I could hear. What is this you heard on WJFK yesterday? Well, I was listening to. Uh, I was driving over the MCI. So I was like, all right, I'll pop on JFK and happy to be this Get Rich Radio, where I guess you talk about uh, we already money did that. and stuff. We talked about that. Yeah, we've already covered So either bases. way, this guy calls in. He goes, um, yeah, I've got this great idea. I was wondering if uh, maybe you could help me out with it. He goes, I would say, he goes, well, I have this cat named Sadie Lou, and I like to pose with it in different various positions. And I was wondering if I could start a business where, you know, we take pictures of our cats and pose them in various positions and... Uh, See, do you think that'd be popular? Is that just a silly idea? It's silly, isn't it? Just like that. The guy's like, no, I think it's a great idea. And the chick's all laughing, and they're like, that's a very interesting idea. You don't see many uh, many stuff like that. He's like, oh, I like to put little clothes on it, and I like to move its arms around. If you'd like to see a picture of my cat Sadie Lou in different poses with clothes on, go to RadioHideout.com. I'm ashamed that you were able to string together that sentence and it be true. <laughs> If you do go to the gallery section, son of a bitch, man. It's under the on the gay side subcategory. I don't understand that part of it. And then there's Sadie Lou dubs his cat, and there are two pictures. By the way, what's disturbing is that these pictures have been looked at uh, over 300 times each. <laughs> so it's uh, one of your cat in the devil outfit yes. that it wears. And then there's another it's one. It's Halloween costume. There's another one of it in an orange uh, tube top. Lying on your leather couch. It's an orange uh, t-shirt that says soft paws on it. And what's odd... No, velvet paws. This is a money-making thing. This is legitimate because I have seen websites. Now, why don't you... I've heard there are are other pictures, like the one with the red thong, and how come you haven't put that one up yet? I'm waiting to put that in the calendar. That one belongs there. I'm not giving that one away for free. kidding me? All right, promise me something. Yeah. At some point in our radio career, they're going to want us to do some hack stuff like that. Mm -hmm. They're going to want us to have a calendar. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a cat calendar. 
<laughs> I say we do the Sadie Lou calendar uh, with Corolla. Mm. And they wear matching outfits. Oh, I can dig that. Yeah. But who will... Who, the, the thing will be, who's furrier? Mm. I my say Corolla. My money's on Corolla. And that could just be me. And who has a pointier ears? <laughs> what's, pointy, what's wrong with those ears you I got? I got pointy ears? Very. Get the hell out of here. You can't see it on that mop that you call a head. Yeah. But yeah, you do have... I don't know how you got here from Middle Earth. Come on. All right. <laughs> that first is the bitch boobs and it's pointy ears and it's being hairy all over. Now, one last thing good about me. One last thing. You know what's kind of cool that you don't see on a lot of people, Corolla? How your beard and neck hair come together underneath your ear. I am Italian. Is that your excuse? <laughs> yeah. So it's almost like you got this hair mask with your pointy ears <laughs> sticking out of it. Like a Mexican wrestling mask, but made of hair. You're hot, dude. You know, in fact, I got this IM. Hold on, let's talk about this for a second. Uh-huh. I got this instant messenger. By the way, if those of you ever want to get in contact with us, there are a couple of people who IM me during the week. It's JFK Hideout at AOL.com. Now, don't IM me constantly because Manson Maynard can be trying to get a hold of me. Yeah. So please uh, don't abuse it. But uh, occasionally I will chat with folks every now and then. I'm chatting with Corolla at JFK uh, Corolla, I guess is your instant messenger name. Yeah. And, uh... Oh, wait, no, this is the Knicks Ball 99. Oh, come on. Knicks Ball 99? Yeah, that, sorry, that was the other one. Oh. So, anyway, he goes, it really does amaze me how unattractive I am. Um, it's kind of funny, though. Um, and he goes, it's just... He, he looks at himself, and he really thinks he's disgusting. Now, I look at you. You know what? Let's take a break. Maybe we'll come back and we'll talk about this. Because we're up on a break anyway. I look at you, and you're right, you are disgusting. But, as your chick said last night, Dubs, there's something endearing about this son yeah. of a bitch. He has potential to be something. A monkey? Is that racist? No. I didn't mean for it to be. Oh. Uh, you said Nick's Ball 99. And oh, then my. Stop. Come on. I know where you're going with all this. Stop that, please. You stop it. You're the one bringing it all up. Let's take a break. We'll come back. Serial killer expert still to come. A lot of issues. Oh, you know what else we should get into, Dubs? You made an admission to me about steroids. Oh, yeah. And I, you. Well, I, I thought I've talked about this on the air before, but I guess not. All right. I only want to say what it was because I want to break it to the world whenever we come back. Let's come back with the steroids thing. We'll abuse him a little bit later on because this truly shocked me when you told me. Uh, I'll just say you and steroids. Let's take a break. We'll come back. It's the hideout. You know what's funny about you, Corolla? What? You should be in a workshop making toys with those ears. <laughs> it took w- you long enough time to come up with that one. WJF. Hey, Matt Albert's on a delay system. What do you want? It's WJFK. Welcome back into the Hideout 106.7 WJFK. Hefe and Dubs on this Sunday afternoon. Again, want to thank director of Sleeping Dogs Lie, Stuart Lesnar, who came into the Hideout, sdlmovie.com. Turns out he also directed the video for this, uh, Marilyn Manson, Don't Like the Drugs, Dope Show, and A Perfect Circle, Three Libras. And you're forgetting the biggest one. Sammy Hagar, I Can't Drive 55. I Excellent. I don't think Stuart did that one. He named his uh he named Red Rock uh 
It's no, a... it's Red Rock Entertainment, oh. not the Red Rocker. Ooh. Ugh. Mistake. Oops. Yeek. But uh, anyway, thank you for joining us. Uh, actually, we got a Vicodin game that dubs can't, uh, not dubs, but. Um, <laughs> I must have been on a lot of Vicodin when I made up that thing because I don't remember it. Bateman came up with the Vicodin game that I think he wants to play a little bit later on because of the fact that we uh, we actually have a Vicodin. Pair of, no, we don't have Vicodin. Ah. We had a pair of tickets to the 48th annual World of Wheels taking place next weekend at the Washington Convention Center. The World of Wheels features 20 top uh, show cars on the ISCA circuit and tons of celebrity appearances all weekend long, including. Pat Goss. Yeah, next weekend, go out and see uh, Pat Goss broadcast live from the World of Wheels. But make sure you leave by 3 so you can listen to the hideout. Of course. In fact, we would be more than happy to broadcast from out there. I don't know why they don't ask us. We'll sit out there, won't we? I'll go out there and do a show from out there. That'd be a blast. Get a... Get a... Sales on it? Right. (laughs) Oh, never mind then. Then just kill it. Um, Log on to... Oh, They'll have us... uh, (laughs) They'll have us out there broadcasting for meals on wheels, and we'll be delivering to old people. Actually, I just talked to them. They said they'll line it up right after they do the video game tournament. Actually, we heard about that Last this weekend. Yeah. Can I finish the read before we... <laughs> www.wjfk.com for more details. Oh. It's a great site. We still have that website. Um, 866-277-4969. 866-277-4969. Now, what's going on, Bad Monkey, by the way? Director of the Hideout Shorts on RadioHideout.com. What did you say? There was something going on last break? It's bizarre. Uh, there's a uh, service for the deaf and mute that you can... It allows them to make phone calls, and you talk to an operator, and they relay messages back and you, forth. You don't talk to the operator. You type it, and then... No, they, I talk to the operator. They type... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They, the uh, the mute or deaf person types to the operator, and the operator relays a message. Oh, wow. And so they wanted to go on the air with They this? wanted to go on the air, and I started having flashbacks from tech support, and <laughs> I couldn't do it. All right. Well, if they want to go on the air, the operator would have to know they're going to be on the radio, though, right? Oh, of course. I mean, they're being... Yeah, I explained screened. that to them. And what did they say? Uh, I just told them it would suck. Oh, <laughs> let's try it. I'm willing to try. Yeah. Uh, try. I'd love to talk to an. Now they say they know me. This person who's deaf or mute they, or whatever. I think it's it's a lot of stuff that you've said on air. So I think it's just uh, stuff like what. Uh, you where know, you like work uh, out. where you live, where you work out, things like that. That's always creepy. Yeah, you have a handicapped stalker. <laughs> Great. It couldn't be some hot chick. You never know. You know, I. You know, I. I I was at the Speaking g- of hot handicapped chicks, I went to, uh, uh, what's that, uh, um, Costco the other day, and there's a chick with just one arm checking uh, your Costco card when you go in. Hot. <laughs> it is. It's beautiful. Life gave us diversity. Yes, Corolla. I saw that chick, too. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't she the best? Yes. Is she hot, though? Yeah. yeah. She's not bad looking. You think she... All right, Corolla. If you can't spit game to this chick... Yeah, you got to try it. Oh, no. Why don't you? I this is what I, I want you to go in I and think she's it. a midget, too. A midget with one arm. It's great. No legs. She doesn't have legs? No, she just sits there. Like, uh, you know, like, behave. A, like a potato with an arm. All right. <laughs> you know what, man? <laughs> That's exactly what it looks like. It's the best. You're awful. You're you're an evil human being. She's the coolest. And I seriously, 
I hope that your children have a deformity. I'd like to get some sour creams and chives on her. Stop. Behave. Can you behave for two seconds? All right. Go ahead. I was going to say that I actually, um, I saw a chick, too, um, at one of the various places that I work out. And she has a fake leg. Wrapper and tinfoil. Stop. You know what? Go ahead. Strainer, you're in the hideout on JFK. What's your name, Strainer? I like this character. You mean caller. You like that caller. Oh, Christ. Hello? All right. I know. What the hell? We're just playing at home. <laughs> All right. 866-277-4960. But I was saying, I was at the gym, and I saw this chick who was very beautiful. She's actually she's beautiful. She's missing one leg. And for the first time ever, I saw her take it off. Nice. To, like... Dry off her leg, and all I'm the, thinking the, is dry off the leg or the the, uh, the, the stump. The stump. Oh, okay. And all I'm thinking is, I wonder what that smells like, because she's been working out for like two hours. You know what? What's that? I don't think she know. Yeah. Well, we, well, had, we told her. Well, I dumped out of it. I dumped. It. Put her back on. We told her she's on the air. All right. Well, make sure you make it more than clear that she is on the radio. Well, it, it's fine. We dumped yeah. out of it, so we're fine. Yeah. First, let's talk to Amanda. Amanda, you're in the hideout on JFK. Hey. Hello, how are you? I'm good. I'm a little tired. I just got off work. Now, Amanda, if this is correct, Dubs, remember last week I said I was looking for a 14-year-old chick. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> to date my little brother, who is coming to town next weekend, my mom... And code word, little stop, brother is Dubs. Stop. <laughs> Stop it. My mom, my stepfather, and my little brother's lover boy, who's 14, and Shubrock, who's 11, they are coming to town. Uh, a trip. They're coming to, they're coming to D.C. because they figure they only have a small window of time to come visit. So anyway, they're coming up. Shubrock going to die? No. Oh. Not going to be here. Um, so anyway, we will. they are coming in from the town for five days. And I said I wanted to set up a date. For my little brother, lover boy, who's 14, he's a freshman in high school, he's got, he's, he's in a little awkward stage right now, and I want to teach him how to talk to girls. Amanda instant messaged me this week at JFKHideout at AOL.com, and you're willing to do this studio date with my little brother? Yeah, I have no problem with it. All right, now, tell now me are, you, are you a listener of the show, or? Yeah, I listened to, I didn't get to listen to it last weekend because I had to work a six-hour shift, so... Wait, you're 14. Where are you working at? I'm actually 15. I work at Giant, oh, Giant Supermarkets. Nice. Oh, nice. Is that a good gig? It's a good yeah. gig for like a, a younger person. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I get I get an all right paycheck. Uh, I get, well, you're 15. You're, you're 15. Having... Any paycheck's all right. <laughs> I used to love paychecks when I was 15. You get 200 every couple weeks or whatever. You just spend it on nothing. Oh, and I was great about money then, too, man, because I, I worked at Albertsons, which was, you know, the giant down in uh, in Texas. Mm -hmm. And what ends up happening is you work for, you know, you get the 200 bucks. And I was so great about I'm going to put away 150 and I'm going to save 50 bucks. I'll spend the 50 bucks until the next paycheck. And then I, before I knew it, I had like two grand. And I would just go on these massive shopping sprees. Not me. Every week I'd take the uh, English class out to uh, Taco Bell. 
Would you really? something nice, yeah. Now, you also, too, would go to the strip club, though, right? Well, that was when I was 18. Um, I would go to the... Uh, the boo? Yeah. I would go to the boo because... Well, you know what? Let's not talk about it now because we got a young chick on Oh, okay. Phone. Yeah, we'll talk about it later. Yeah. This is actually innocent. My little brother's 14. So, Amanda... Just real fast, just tell me about yourself, and I want to see if you and my little brother will be able to connect. Well, um, I'm really into singing because it's something I've been doing for a long time. I love music. What kind of singing? Um, I can sing a little bit of everything, country, pop. Uh, sing for something. Sing something. Sing, uh, sing a song about the hideout. <laughs> no, just say, what, what, what's your favorite song? Just sing a little bit of that. Um, okay, well, I didn't get to do this talent show. Um, the song I was going to do was Helplessly, Hopelessly by Jessica Andrews. Is that all right? Yeah, just real fast. Okay. Because where uh. we are, uh. holding me like this, Jesus. I'm carelessly lost in your touch. Oh. I'm completely defensive. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Baby, it's all right, all right. All right, honey. Hey, all right. Yay! Yay. All right, so real fast, uh, so you like to sing. Um, are you, are you, I mean, I don't want to know anything, but are you cute? I mean, do your friends think you're cute or whatever? Um, Yeah, a lot of my friends say that, like, I should do a lot more, like, modeling pageants. I did one a, a while back, but um, they said, like, there was something. They said I didn't present myself well enough, so. Are you a smoker? No. God, okay. no. <laughs> okay. Well, here's what we're going to do, man. Can you get down to the studio next week to uh, to date my little brother? Um, Yeah, I got Sunday off. Perfect. Oh, cool. I tell you what, I'm going to put you on hold. Okay. Talk to Tommy Bateman in the back. Don't worry. He's like that creepy uncle. He'll just, he'll <laughs> just get your information. Don't, Dubs. Bring presents. Yeah, bring presents. We always enjoy stuff. Sleeping right. dogs lie. That's what I'm uh, looking for. Okay. All right, sweetie. Hold on. All right. Now, Dubs, what do you think if we did this? What if we played a dating game? Where she got to choose between Loverboy, which is my my brother who's in uh yeah, in high 14. school, uh, her same age, Chub Rock, who's, who's 11, 11. Uh, seventh, sixth grade, I guess, mm-hmm. and uh, Corolla. No, <laughs> no, I because Corolla would be looking more forward to that day in game than the day in game where he had a chance with a stripper, nah. and I did, I don't want. To... You're right. That's oh. just screaming inappropriate. Yeah, it's just screaming lawsuit. It is. All right. Well, cool. Well, and you know, because here's the thing. My little brother, he's a good-looking kid. He really is. And Metrosexual. I, yeah, maybe yeah. not even so much metro. But, I don't know. <laughs> not hetero. Maybe. But this is kind of almost... Now, you guys cannot let on to this, all right? It's kind of a little experiment for me and the family. And uh, see how he relates to girls. Yeah, because you, you guys have never really seen him with a chick. He's never really around the women that much. In a dating atmosphere. He wanted, he's a, uh, this sounds awful. He's just a friend. He's the ball boy for the basketball team. Oh, God. Don't, don't even, it's a softball. Hmm? That was a softball. Oh, yeah. Really. Yeah, you know, don't. I'm not going to go for 15-year-old boy jokes. Do you think I am some kind of animal? All right, I'm sorry. That was, that was the late night show. <laughs> Forgive me if I'm a little confused. So anyway, I want to say um, that's that's exciting for him because you know how tough it is. You know how tough it is when you're a young guy mm-hmm. and you know you're in high school and you're in an awkward stage. And what better than you and me to teach him how to be a pimp and a player on the radio? That's what I am. That won't scar him at all. No. All right, Corolla, get in here. Hurry up and get Corolla in here because we got somebody on the phone that wants to uh, to date him. 
Look at you, man. Huh? Who is this? Hey, it's Hot Jim. Hot Jim? Yeah, hi. It's Hot Jim. Corolla's friend. We like to, uh, you know, wrestle. <laughs> Sometimes nude a lot. Uh, hot, you want to go out that Hot Jim? No. You wanna, I don't know who this is. It's Hot Jim. Hot yeah, Jim. Whatever. I don't know who you are, Hot Jim. Yes, you know, oh, Alex. Stop kidding around. You're such a kidder. So he is a kidder. He's, he's very, a, he's very... A he's a good wrestler, though. Yeah, he is. Oh, yeah, man. He really kicked my ass. <laughs> All right, so you... Uh, hot, is that all he did? Hot, hot Jim, you, uh, you're interested in Corolla. Yeah, he uh, picked him up last night when he was walking to the uh, Metro. He called me up and said, hey, Jim, can you come pick me up? Not true. I said, Hot Jim will be there, buddy. <laughs> all right. Hot, Jim. hot Jim's there for you, man. Yeah. I think that's what you need in your life. Nice hot Jim. No. How does it? How did I? Maybe even this? a hot Carl. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> I was even. I was gonna beat you. Oh. Son of a bitch. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> you really? You are. <laughs> You're an ass. You are an ass. Eight six six two seven seven forty nine sixty nine. Don't I will never let that guy through again. Don't mind us. We're just playing on the radio. <laughs> okay, so this person knows she's going to be on the air. All right, relay. You understand that you are uh, on the radio right now in Washington D.C. Yes. All right, perfect. So now, what is going on? There's there's a mute person that wanted to talk to us on the radio. Um, do you not use relay? No, never used Relay before. Oh, I'll explain to you. You are receiving a call from a person who is using a, a computer. The person will be typing and I will voice the conversation to you. When you hear the words, go ahead. It is your turn to respond. All right, Relay, uh, you can, uh, you're going to be relaying everything he's saying, right? Or she? Correct, uh-huh. Can you do it in, an, in like a British accent? I'm sorry, what was that? Can you do it in a British accent? Um, no. Okay, so you just do it normally? Yes, and uh, uh, please speak more slowly. Okay, so we got... the first person. Mm -hmm. All right, we got to talk slower for you. Yes. All right, All right uh, so ask this person uh, what they wanted from us. And you got to type this in the whole thing, huh? You don't have to... I tell you what, you don't have to type everything. Yeah. If you don't want to. Or you, maybe you should. Maybe you should type it all. Yeah, type it all. Dubs, did you type this. Type everything we're saying right now. Like, type that too. We're idiots. Type. All right, now, will you? Can you type this? All right, move it along. Or right, how about this one? You guys are retarded. But whenever you type that one, you got to put it like in quotes, like, <laughs> it's, like it's Napoleon Dynamite. Sweet. All right, Tommy wants to say something. Don't be jealous that I've been chatting online with babes all day. Besides, we both know I'm training to become a cage fighter. And, and. All right. Now that's it. Now let's see what they type back to us. Hey, bad monkey. Good news. Go ahead. That's what they said? Operator here, can I engage in a conversation? Please speak directly to the person. What do you want? Hurry. We're up on a break. You guys are retarded. That's in quotes. <laughs> so stupid. What's wrong with us? <laughs> this is uh, this is our idea of fun.
This is going about as expected. No, I'm having a blast. Yeah, this is fun. Kidding me? Hey, dude, go ahead. Hi, guys, go ahead. <laughs> all go that. Up, go ahead. All that for that. You know what? Thank you, Relay. I'm sorry that we wasted all your time. That was. Tell him uh, two words. This one's easy. Beat it. That sounded like a lot of typing for beat it. She's typing everything. Beat it, beat it, beat it, beat it, beat it, beat it, beat it. <laughs> Let's take a break and we'll come back. Ladies and gentlemen, Fred Relay Barry. Yay! It's a hideout 106.7 WJFK. Well, that does it for the fastest hour in radio. Oh my god, I forgot about that. Yeah, it's uh, the old clothes music for Ryan Fez. Coming up next, Bill O'Reilly. It's my favorite. When Ron digs in. I mean, you know, accidentally. Uh, welcome back into the hideout 106.7 WJFK, half A and Dubs. On a Sunday afternoon, and uh, Dubs want to remind people that uh, the 48th annual World of Wheels taking place next weekend at the Washington Convention Center. World of Wheels features top 20 show cars on the ISCA circuit. Tons of celebrity appearances all weekend long. WJFK.com for more details. And, and one of the celebrity appearances out there is going to be our own Pat Goss doing his show out live from out there next weekend. And maybe, just maybe, the hideout. Doubt it. There's no way. There you have the uh, line hooked up. Why not? Especially after the way we behaved yesterday. And you know what's funny, too? I felt really bad for the sales guy, Mike. Yeah? He was trying hard. And you were such a prima donna when we were out at the MCI Center. I'm a prick. You really like yelling at him. I wasn't yelling at him. It was shameful. I was yelling through him to it, yell to other people. It was shameful the way you uh, the way you were acting, like roids, like you had roid rage. I I've done roids before, and that's how I. This is what you told me. Yeah. You break it. To I, me. You no. broke it to me for the first time ever that you've done steroids. I did a month cycle in high school. Wow, isn't Vicodin great? Yeah. No, 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 no not not Vicodin steroids. Yeah, Vicodin. We're not talking about Vicodin. Who's bringing Vicodin? Go away. <laughs> Stop it. Ten eight hundred Main Street. You and your addictions. Please. Now, Dubs, so you were watching ESPN. I was watching ESPN, and they were doing their, uh, they had, all week long, they did a different story on steroids. And uh, one of the stories was uh, steroids in high school. And I was watching that, and they were talking about how now it's a huge problem in high schools where before it was just a very selective thing where you'd find, you know, maybe one or two people throughout the state, you know, that are playing high school uh, high school sports and doing steroids. Right. I know for a fact when I was probably a sophomore in high school, which would have been like uh, 1996, 1997, there were at least 20 to 30 people in Fowlerville High School, which is a very small school, juicing. Wow. We were great at sports, though. I'll tell you what. Fowlerville was a good sports uh, school. Now, I don't know if anybody wants to hop on this breaking news story. Now, did you guys win any state titles or anything? We uh, we won uh, wrestling states one year. We um, Was your cousin by Curious BJ on? No, he was never on steroids. Really? Never. Damn it. I'd love to have his title ripped away. Nope, he never did steroids, oddly enough. He was, uh, he was a really small guy. So what drove you... To do in the steroids, just uh, curiosity. You know, let's see how uh, you know. Let's see, uh, let's try it out for a month. See what happens. How much did you weigh at the time? I weighed one forty-five at the time. 
at the tall? beginning of the month. How tall? Uh, six foot two. Six two one. Wow. Yeah. Gangly. Mm-hmm. And you you really probably did look like Shaggy from uh, Scooby Doo. Well, that, at that point, I didn't have like the shorter hair. I had long hair too. I was a really odd looking kid. No. And then I uh, I started juicing for a month, and I got up to like one seventy. In one month. In one month. You put on 25 pounds of muscle in one month? Well, the odd thing about steroids, it's not all muscle either. There's, the, you know, you get like the, the, the fat arms type thing going where like there's muscle there, but it wasn't that well defined. Really? Yeah. So what, like, what was it like? Did you go through anything? I mean. Oh, it, you have the mood swings like crazy. Really? Yeah. Yeah, the mood swings are terrible. Like how? How bad? What did you do? Um, well, the thing is, they were the worst with me. When I was, you know, either uh, driving or something like that. When I was driving and someone cut me off, I would just flip out. I mean, I, I get pretty bad road rage as it is, but nothing like this. All right, now, and you could definitely tell where it was coming from. Now, Dubs, as much as I want to continue the conversation with you, we have a special guest. We do. On the hideout hotline. It's not enough that we talk to... Stuart Lesnar earlier from the movie Sleeping Dogs Lie, movie director, uh, directed music videos for Manson and A Perfect Circle. We now have the true musical artists in the hideout. Okay. We had them on once before for the Lohan Freestyle. Ladies and gentlemen, their latest hit is about Angelina Jolie. I believe it is JolieHomeRecord.com. Yep, JolieHomeRecord.com. Back in the hideout from Get It Right Records. Ladies and gentlemen, Bumba. Bumba, welcome into the hideout, 106.7 WJFK, Washington, D.C. How are you, man? I'm good, baby. I'm getting it right as always. How y'all doing? Not great, man. man. Long time no talk. I know it. I know it. Y'all keep calling, though. I love it. (laughs) Well, we're addicted. We think that you're a true musical genius in the fact that you have you there was first the song mm. big old biddies yeah and yeah and of course that was the radio friendly version we stumbled onto you there you now have a new hit that is out about angelina jolie the website is jolliehomerecord.com right that's right that's jolliehomerecord.com and if you ever want the full experience from get it right records you have to watch the videos with the song. Now, I mean, the videos are just hilarious. That's actually where all the greatness comes from, I yeah. truly believe. Now, the rapping is uh, is amazing, too, but you watch the video, and you truly get the full aspect of it. Bumba, how did things go, first of all, for the LohanFreestyle.com and the big old biddies? Did it, did it take off the way we thought it oh, would? Oh, man, we're looking at a million-plus viewers. You need wow. to. A million, man. That's platinum, right? Yes, you went platinum. Congrats. Hey, <laughs> let's hear it for Get It Right Records and going platinum. <laughs> How many people ever went platinum with a freestyle, man? They ain't done it. It's it, not going to happen. And so now you're looking you know, you're looking to uh, get out of the sophomore jinx. You're hoping that everything comes through with the JoeLeeHomeRecord.com. What's this one about? Uh, this is about, you know, wrecking homes, having sex with people that got a relationship going on. I'm with it. I'm sure you with it. And as we can see, Jolie is definitely with it. Now, you guys make no bones about the fact that the reason this happened was because that she's got bigger biddies than, right. uh, than Jennifer Aniston. That's right. He's seen them big old biddies. <laughs> and that ass. <laughs> you gotta love that ass. 
Yeah, boy, you know Jolie's stacking all the way. She keeps smacking. Now, are you guys gonna you guys gonna come out with a radio friendly version for this one too? Because we had to beep the hell out of it. Oh yeah, we got you. We got you. That's next. Now, uh, get it right. Tune it right now while y'all talking to me. So we're gonna have some of this in there too. Oh, so you got a music video coming out? Now, where are we gonna be able to see the music video? You guys hitting up on MTV, a Fuse, or what? It's gonna be all over the world, baby. I love it. I can't wait to see you guys everywhere. Bumba. Get It Right Records. Let's hear a little bit of the new hit, Jolie Home Record, JolieHomeRecord.com. Let's get it right. Come on. Angelina. 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 It's your boy. Get yeah. at me. Bamba. Home yeah. Records. Jay. Yeah. Yeah. Brad Pitt. Right. Where you at, boy? I'm trying to... Rack combs like Angelina Jolie, I'm tryna. Rack combs like Angelina Jolie, I'm tryna. Rack combs like Angelina Jolie, home wrecker, home wrecker. Angelina Jolie, I'm tryna. Rack combs like Angelina Jolie, I'm tryna. Rack combs like Angelina Jolie, I'm tryna. Rack combs like Angelina Jolie, home wrecker, home wrecker. Seen them big ass. He said, damn, let me see them big ass. She said, okay, okay. Leave that bitch so you know that he left that bitch. All right, hold on, turn it down, turn it down. All right, stop it for a second. You guys are geniuses. I mean, you come right out of the gate, you just call her a home record, and you, you summed up the whole breakup. Here you have Us Weekly and all these people putting out all these magazines about why Brad and Jen broke up. You put it in. 15 seconds of a freestyle. Joe Lee had the bigger biddies. <laughs> you guys are, uh, you're poets. You're poets, uh, to Geniuses. What is, man? What's that? That thing. Big old biddies. He's seen it. That's it. And that's, uh, and of course. And you look at it. You got your choice. Bumba, I mean, seriously. Who are you picking? Uh, you had to go with, with Joe Lee or, or Aniston. I'm going with Joe Lee all day. Of course you will. Who would you... Who would say is the one woman that would steal you away from Jolie? Oh, man. I'm going to have to go with Halle Berry. All right, Halle Berry. Hey, it's crazy. Like, she'll flip out on you after you have sex with her. <laughs> That's true. Now, who is better than Halle Berry? Is there anyone who can take you away from Halle Berry? All right, hold on. <laughs> you got to be good, man. We're on the radio. We're on the radio. <laughs> All right, Bumble, we'll holler at you. JolieHomeRecord.com. Thank you, Bumble. Tell them, don't tell them, don't forget www.getitrightrecords.com. Get it right records. All right, man, we'll holler at you. Thank you, man. All right, baby, thanks. Let's listen to a few more seconds of this. dummies in me. what I'm naming it. Yeah, they dummies I'm always licking on some dummies, you bitch. Hey, 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 radio won't play what we say. Well, look here, radio gon' play what they say. Them motherfuckers broke up, cause that bitch pulled up. Looking real good in the brand new truck. Hey, right. I'm with a truck too. Yeah, you. All right. Rec Combs like Angelina Jolie. Well, there it is. The new hit, JolieHomeRecord.com. You got to go there and see the video, too. The, the, the video is really the best part about it. The, there it is. Get it right, Records and Bumba. What's going on over there? What do you think, Corolla? It's pretty it's kick-ass. It's, it is a hit. And I can't believe that these guys haven't blown up even bigger. Yeah. Especially after that first one. I mean, the the lohanfreestyle.com is maybe the funniest video I've ever seen. It is pure comic genius to yeah. go with the to go with the rap lyrics. 
So there it is. Um, get all that up on RadioHideout.com. Let's get a special. I know we got the Corolla 500 video up. Let's see if we can get Bad Monkey to create a couple of links for the SDLMovie.com, the JoeLeeHomeRecord.com. Try to make sure that the website it's all inclusive, that it has everything. For and you of guys. course, go to GetItRightRecords.com too to see their normal work. Now, Dubs, before we were talking to them, we were talking about you taking steroids. Yeah. And just to recap everybody on that bit. You did it when you were a sophomore in high school. Yeah, sophomore in high school. You did it for a one-month cycle. A one-month cycle. You gained 25 pounds about in one. Tw- yeah, about 25 pounds in a 30-day cycle. Now, what was the roid rage like for you? I mean, it was just, you know, just a complete flip of a switch, you know? Could You'd- you feel it coming on? No, but you could feel when it when it happened. Now, in the middle of your roid rage... Did you understand what was happening, and you did you try to say to yourself, "Calm down, this is just roid rage"? You were smart enough, I, you know. I was smart enough to know that I where all the anger was coming from, but I didn't care, you know, because you were invincible. Yeah, I was ten foot tall and bulletproof. Wow, man! So, what made you stop it? Uh, basically, the uh, the the flipping out and everything, and. Uh, the price wasn't, you know, the best. How much did it cost? Uh, I, I I can't remember exactly, but I think like a 30-day cycle is like 100 bucks. Wow. And when you're a sophomore in high school, 100 bucks is 100 bucks, you know? Yeah, you'd rather take that, take your class to uh, to Taco Bell? Yeah, of course. So, so you're completely... Now, would you recommend this at all to, uh, to people? Well, I'll just put it like this. I don't regret it at all. Did you shrink? Because I hear that's the big drawback. No. Uh, you have to do it for way longer than one month to shrink. <sighs> Man, hold on a second. Uh, Patrick B., you're in the hideout on JFK. Yeah, I'm just wondering uh, where, which one of you guys has the Vicodin. Okay. Tommy. And can you... Tommy, this is not about Vicodin. This is about steroids. I know you guys are talking about Vicodin. I'm just wondering if you know why. Okay. I thought this was real. I actually wanted to know about other people who were taking steroids. That, that Bateman's an addict now. <laughs> he is. He's every two seconds. Vicodin. The, he came up with a game show. Guess what the topic is? Vicodin. Vicodin. It's a Vicodin game show. What is Vicodin? What, what, what's so good about Vicodin? Oh, I tripped on the way in. It hit my head real hard. I just need something pain relief. <laughs> Go away. Go away. Oh, oh, you see that? I really need something now. All right, when you're hitting yourself in the head I to, ju- to justify the Vicodin. I didn't see it like that at all. It's no good. Oh. Now, Dubs, would you, I, I think I already asked you this, but would you recommend the, the steroids to anybody? I can't really recommend it to anybody, but I don't regret it. You got a son. Let's say you're going to have a child. Yeah. And for some reason, it doesn't end up retarded, even though everything in the world and the universe is lining up for you to have a retarded son. So you have a son. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's going, it's an athlete. And it's physically gifted. It's 6'2", six, 6'3". Six, it's got the potential to be a really good defensive end, maybe a, a baseball star or something. Yeah. Would you be okay with it doping to get a college scholarship? No, not if that's what he was going for. If he was going for actual college sports and professional sports, and he that's the way he was getting there, no, because you're going to get caught that way. You're going to get caught eventually, and everything's going to be over, and everything you worked for is going to be done. All right, but you would be okay with it if he just wanted to get buff, to get chicks? Yeah. I mean, it, it'd be it'd be more reasonable for that. What? 
if you're doing it to get into the sports and everything, you're setting yourself up to get caught. You no, might you're as well, not. You People might do it all the time. After they get in sports and they, they you know, lay their own groundwork. Right. But if you're if you're going through high school doing steroids to get be a professional athlete, you're gonna get busted. I think that's without a doubt. I think there's so many ways now where you can get around that. There is, but I mean, I, if you're gonna try to be a professional athlete, you might as well start off trying the old-fashioned way. Hmm. Because that's the safest way to go. Now you know what the bigger problem is that they never talk about, as far as like they talk about steroids and baseball. Mm-hmm. You know what the other big problem is? Uh, uppers. Oh, yeah. Like, that's a huge... I remember in my high school, South Grand Prairie High School, I didn't, but the majority of the team would go across the street to the convenience store. Do you remember Mini Thins? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mini Thins were a normal ritual before football games. They'd buy these packs of Mini Thins, down them with Mountain Dew. Yep. Or Jolt. And go out and play the game. Oh, hell yeah. That's. I mean, I don't, I don't consider that juicing, though. It's still cheating, is it not? No, not at all. Mini thins? That's just like take like you drink a lot of caffeine before you go out. Nah, that ain't, that ain't cheating. Hmm. Is he eating? Eating ain't cheating, no. Okay, I just want to make sure we're all on the same page. Yeah. Hmm. Because I remember, and I, I always thought they were cheating in a way, because they're getting a false high. But I guess along the same rationale, let me say this. If they are, I mean, you eat a good meal, you're getting a, a high off of it. Well, the same the guys that you also use chewing tobacco to calm them down. They mm-hmm. say it calms them down. I guess that's a long... You're still ment- you're messing with your mental state. Yeah, but that's not cheating. Look at this. Matt Albert, you're in the hideout on JFK. Yeah, uh, I took roids. And, <laughs> uh, and to answer your question, they're the size of raisins. Okay, stop. <laughs> and that's just cause. <laughs> Beat it. <laughs> Thank you. Just gonna swallowed up. It's disgusting. You had to give me that mental image. I now I feel dirty. <laughs> I feel dirty about thinking of Matt in his area. You know what? The only way we can recover, take a break. Let's take a break. We'll come back. More of the hideout. Serial killer expert coming up too. I got some uh, chocolate covered raisins. If you'd like some during the break. Yeah, beautiful. Mm. <sighs> it's the hideout. One hundred six point seven WJFK. Welcome back into the Hideout 106.7 WJFK. Uh, it is Hefe and Dubs. It is RadioHideout.com for the website. Everything that you need is on there right now, including the Corolla 500 video from last weekend. Also, the links to all of the people who have been on the show so far. The um, SDLMovie.com, Stuart Lesnar. And uh, Sleeping Dogs Lies, the name of the movie starring Maynard and uh, Brad Wilk from Audio Slave. Also, too, we want to... Uh, we want to thank now this upcoming guest, our serial killer expert, J-Dubs. The BTK killer was caught in Kansas. It was the BTK serial killings. Turns out uh, Dennis Rader was uh, a Cub Scout leader. And this, it seems so amazingly typical in every serial killer way. And it... What, what struck me about this is that I'm watching CNN yesterday, I guess, because I guess yesterday is when they caught him. And the cops were patting themselves on the back 
in this press conference and congratulating everyone, yet it took them years. And the only reason this cat got caught was because he started effing with the police and the media again and writing letters. Because he wanted to get caught. Exactly. Basically, basically he turned himself in. Exactly. So joining us in the hideout right now, serial killer expert, you know him from Shafee.net, that's S-H-A-F-F-E-E dot net, back in the hideout, uh, Shafee on 106.7 hey. WJFK. How you doing, man? I'm doing good. It's good to be back on the hideout. This is the first time I've been on the hideout since the uh, big move, and I want to congratulate you on that move. Everybody knows that uh, it's a it's an it's the ultimate achievement in broadcasting. Well, we're back to be where moved we belong. Sunday afternoons, three to seven. It's drive um, time. It really is. It's it, it's amazing when you can work one day a week and entertain far more than most shows can in five days a week. Uh, you really can't beat that. We know it's we consider it a blessing. I got a raise to do this, and I'm very happy right now. I'm in a, I'm in a good place. So, Shafee, we want to thank you, first of all, for thanking us. Secondly, right. let's move on, because I do consider you a serial killer expert. To me, you've, re- you've, uh, you've read every book that there is yeah. about serial killers. You tra- I own every video. And what do you think about the BTK serial killer? I'm not interested in it. There's nothing appealing as far as I'm concerned. I, I really didn't know much about it, and I'm, you're calling me the expert, but this guy obviously isn't too impressive if nobody knows who he is until he gets caught. Now, and I don't want to hear a bunch of people come out of the woodwork saying they've been following the case for 30 years because they're a bunch of liars. I know it all, and if I'm not following this closely, then this guy's nothing. He's a small-timer. Well, I, I guess this guy, how, how many people did he kill in the 70s? He killed quite a few people. What was his gimmick? All right, so they say the BTK was a self-coined nickname, stands for Bind, Torture, Kill. And That's he killed. Cool. And he, uh, <laughs> all right, he's getting kudos from Shafee, the serial killer expert. Um, and he killed at least 10 people. So they're at saying. Least 10. And this was like in the 70s. Which is nothing. In the 70s, it was like uh, 10. You weren't even, you're like a rookie if you only had 10 kills in the 70s. Now, who were the great serial killers then if this guy's a nobody? Oh, in the 70s, Gacy was already working. He's up into the, at minimum, at least the 30s. Uh, Ted Bundy was at work in the 70s, and he's killed a minimum of, I would say, 40 or 50 minimum. And the Green River Killer, of course. I mean, there's so many killers out there in the 70s. For this guy to have only killed 10, quite frankly, I'm ashamed of him. And uh, he, he, he comes up with a little nickname for himself. Usually any good serial killer is going to let the media do that for them. This guy's getting attention, so what does he do? He creates his own nickname. Did the Boston Strangler say, I'm the Boston Strangler? Did David Berkowitz t- say, son of Sam? Absolutely not. If you're recognized, somebody else is going to give you the nickname. You don't have to do it yourself. I mean, think about it. It's not even just with serial murder, but with anything. Who gives themselves a nickname? Uh, I, this is El Jefe and J-Dubs. It's and now uh, we're talking to Shafee. It's a hideout, 106.7 WJFK. Oh, wait. All right, you may have a point there. Now, with this cat, he's 59 years old. He's a city worker. He led a Cub Scout troop. He was active in his Lutheran church. And he had even been a, a local law enforcement dude. He cut grass. He did all that stuff. He was, like, out there right out in the open. He was a regular guy. Now, what is it about these serial killers? Killer of the community. And them wanting to get caught. 
uh, I don't know if they necessarily want to get caught. I think ultimately, uh, in their mind, uh, a lot of it is that they they would like to get some recognition and be famous. And uh, uh, I think they may think, this is my opinion, but I think that they think that if they do get caught, well, then it won't be so bad. At least I'll be a rock star. I'll be famous. But I don't think they want to get caught. I think they get to a point where they've done it so much in so many years that they think they can't get caught. And they get a little arrogant, and that's when they slip up a bit. Now, see, I would have to disagree because I think the whole point of doing this is it's such an ego thing that you want to get the recognition. You almost feel, I am so great at killing people. Others need to know about how great I am. It's a shame if I were to go unnoticed all this time and me to have killed this many people. Yeah, I, I, I don't want to die and then no one know who I was I, and what no, I did. Because I, because once they get caught, it's very unlikely that they'll ever be able to kill again. And killing is what turns these guys on. I mean, it was an ultimate rush that none of us will ever understand. Me. But for these guys, they're so psychologically warped that the only, it, it's like a craving. You know what I mean? Um, they 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 do it, and then they cool off. They don't need it anymore, and then they they live their other life, like you were talking about, the pillar of the community, whatever. They can actually be productive citizens. And what happens is as time goes on, that urge starts coming on more and more and more until the point where they have to go out and do it again, and then they can relax a little bit. Once they get locked up, it's very unlikely that they're going to be they're not going to, they might be able to kill somebody, but they're not going to be able to do it in the manner of which them on, and that's so I don't think they want to get caught. Well, the thing about uh, the rush they get, Shafee, from killing, the odd thing about it is I think it's I, – I equate it to when you, you're giving yourself a little pleasure. Right. And all the way through it, you're like, wow, I, I'm going to keep on doing this. This, is, uh, this isn't going to be the last time today I'm doing this. And then, <laughs> then you finish it, and you're satisfied until, you know, you forget that, you know, the dirty feeling you have afterwards. Well, exactly. You're, you're not only are, you're, you're satisfied, what? but then immediately following the satis satisfaction is like uh, a feeling of a little bit of disgust. Like, oh, what did I do to myself? Yeah. This time? I just I did the laundry. Now I got to do the beds, the, the sheets again, you know, <laughs> or something. You always miss, but uh, anyways, anyways, <laughs> maybe that's just me talking. All right. No, you're, you're speaking for both of us. Stop. That's, enough. A, that's a good analogy, J-Dubs. No, I, I said right when you said that just because it's a crutch and the more i think about it the more i'm disgusted with you me and the more you, it, it would be that easy for you you think it's that same no person? no I, I i think for these mentally disturbed people that's what i can equate it to you know well, that's the only thing you. that i the feeling that i could get that uh, hold on a second let me reset it's the hideout 106.7 wjfk we're talking about uh dennis raider the btk serial killer from kansas who got busted he was a cub scout troop leader he was active in the Lutheran Church, 59 years old. All right, somebody asked if his last name was Watley. And no, I don't think it is. Um, so you guys, what do you now what do you think about this, Shafi? What were you going to say? I was going to say that uh, this guy murdered women, right? Uh, from what I understand, it was mostly women, yes. Yeah, so th this, this, this type of serial killer, it has nothing to do with anything else besides sexual perversion. They are so messed up when it comes to uh, sex that they the only way they're going to be gratified now is not by pleasuring themselves or not by even having sex with a woman. It's going to be by killing them. The only way they're going to be satisfied is it's 
to that extreme, you know what I mean? I, and so it's all sexual when it comes to uh, any type of murder that includes any rape or really anybody that kills women, all right, uh, now, any man. We're talking to our serial killer expert, Shafee, Shafee.net, uh, S-H-A-F-F-E-E.net. Along with, this is on the AOL, uh, the uh, America, America Online. America Online. Along with his grisly crimes, the killer tor- terrorized Wichita by sending them rambling letters uh, to the media, including one which he nicknamed himself BTK for bind them, torture them, kill them. In another, he complained, how many do I have to kill before I get my name in the paper or get some national attention? In several letters, he included clues to his identity. So this guy really was begging. He was one of these cats that wanted to be known. Yeah, they're very shy individuals. They've never had any type of recognition, most likely, in their life in the real world doing anything. They've always been somewhat of an outcast or maybe just somebody quiet that was unnoticed throughout childhood and school. They're just always there, you know, never getting any of the limelight in any situation. And mixed with the sexual perversions, this is what happens. They end up wanting to attain that because that's the only way they're going to be able to do it. You know, you, you, you kept me down. You didn't let me succeed. They blame everybody else for their own failures. Uh, this is the only way I'm going to be able to get any attention. And it, it's just, it, they justify it in their own mind by doing that. You know, the whole world kept me down, and I'm never uh, wrong. You know, John Gacy was a homosexual. He was a, he was a pedophile as well. He was attracted to young boys and young men. And he would go out, and it would start out as, like a date you know he was having a good time once he got what he was looking for then he became disgusted with himself because he is a pillar of the community a successful businessman a married man and here he's having a homosexual act with a young boy you know yeah so he's so disgusted with himself that he kills the kid the body's gone and it never happened yeah he had a lot of daddy issues too that uh led to his disgust every time he would you know so who was the greatest serial killer of all time then the greatest serial killer of all time. <laughs> I don't know if we're going to judge it by uh, victims or we're going to judge it by creativity or we're going to judge it by uh, amount of exposure and media uh, coverage or uh, I don't know how to judge the greatest uh, serial killer of all time. It's, it's <laughs> Tommy. <laughs> Maybe the greatest serial killer of all time has never been caught. Let's put it that way. Oh, Tommy, who do you think the best one was ever? Ted Bundy. Why? Because he was like, uh, had everyone fooled and he was like working at like suicide hotlines and helping everyone out. Didn't we talk to some chick who knew Ted Bundy? Yeah. yeah. Oh, the, the chick who uh, worked with him at the suicide hotline, yeah. right? Yeah. And, um. Kid me? That's, uh, Ann Rule, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. yeah, yeah we had we, Ann Rule. Yeah, we had Ann Rule on the show. He uh, did? Yeah. That's a major score right there. She's a best-selling author, one of the most respected profilers in the world. Well, that, and that, a horrible guest. And that's uh, that's yeah, all right. That's when we're on five nights. Now we're reduced to you. Yeah. Well, <laughs> there you go. See, the show gets better when it's on once a week. It's going to be better. Tom, what about yours, uh, Dubs? Your favorite serial killer of all time? I'd have to say Gacy. Why? I don't know. He was just, you know, like his gay. Yeah, he was gay. That was pretty funny of him. And what? That's funnier than his clown act. <laughs> funny of him. Okay. I think that uh, the the most the wildest Good gimmick. One, you really don't want to praise these guys and put them up on any type of pedestal. Speak for uh, yourself. But the, the I would say the most bizarre was definitely the Night Stalker, Richard Ramirez, because he didn't 
discriminate. He didn't have one particular victim in mind. He killed anybody, and he did it in their own houses. Usually a serial killer is going to do his killing where he feels safe in his own place or somewhere that out in the backwoods that he knows very well, somewhere where he could have control and knows his surroundings. Ramirez did it in uh, strangers' houses where he didn't know their surroundings, and, you know, he risked his life. He had the guts of a burglar and uh, was able to pull it off and terrorize the entire L.A. community for a long, long time. And then I think I think Ramirez would be my favorite because once he was caught and he had been uh, uh, tried for some of the most brutal uh, crimes imaginable. I mean, this is a really sick guy. Mm. And, and he had groupies, young women, that were coming to court every day just to get a glimpse I at him and flirt that. with him. And somebody actually married him. Now, see, this goes to my whole theory. Smart girl. That chicks love bad boys. Well, it's a rock star thing. You think it was a rock star thing or the fact that he was just evil and women are attracted to evil? That You know, same things attract each other. Women yeah. are evil. Serial killers are evil. It's just natural that they come together. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I just think it's like, you know, almost like uh like why I would bang the Queen of England. It's a story. Uh. You know? <laughs> they aren't really they don't really love this guy. They just want the story to tell. You know what? It, it is a story. I mean, you know what? That's all anybody's looking for in life is to be able to tell a good story. People are saying on the AOL for Broadband Instant Messenger, Jack the Ripper, best serial killer ever, he never got caught. And he's probably yeah. the most infamous. I think perhaps a little overrated, though. I think he was one of the earliest ones to get yeah. any attention, and because he was unidentified and uh, remained at large for so long and never was caught, uh, and there's just a legend with Jack the Ripper, but really, uh, he didn't have many victims. I think you'd be shocked to find out how many it was. Very low. Now, this they, they had a movie about uh, him, and I, I remember that it wasn't like that brutal. He was only trying to clean up the streets yeah. uh, in England. They had a tough problem with prostitution. Law enforcement wasn't doing enough to correct I mean, it. That, there were some outraged citizens, so he took it upon himself. So he's just a vigilante. Exactly. That, in his own head, yes, he was. But that's what a lot and of serial fact, killers think. That's a fact as well. That's a fact as well. Is it a coincidence that, okay, um, somebody, uh, take any big case, I don't know who, but you could kill one person, right? One murder. If it gets any type of attention, they're going to find out. It's not hard to put to solve a murder case. They're going to catch the killer. They're going to put him in jail forever. And that's going to be the end of the story. Now, you go out and kill 20, 30, 40 prostitutes, it's going to take you into the double digits before anybody even notices, number one. Mm -hmm. The cops are going to find their guy, but they're going to move so slow that they're going to let them clean the street up a little bit before they nail them. Then they pat each other on the back and said, we did a great job. Right. Uh, it's the Hideout 106.7 WJFK talking serial killers because the BTK serial killer got caught. Now, we are here, Dubs, uh, in the nation's capital. I had just moved here when the sniper struck. Yeah. People call those cats serial killers. Do you do you think that they are technically serial killers? Do you think that... Yeah. In, in the general way that we think of serial killers... Would Malvo and um, God, it's escaping me right now. The other cat's name uh, and and the and the heinous crimes that they committed around this city. Does that fall into the serial killing? I would consider it a serial killing. Uh, the thing is, it wasn't as personal as a lot of serial killers make it. You know, they didn't make it as personal with the each victim. Because a lot of times, that's what you think of the serial killers doing that. Um, they're working out their mental issues. Now, I'm sure these guys had mental issues and doing what they were doing around this town. But I, you, when people started labeling them serial killers, some people did kind of stop and be like, oh, wait, is this really 
would you really consider that a serial killer? Uh, Shafee, Shafee.net joining us in the hideout. Hey, brother, thank you very much, man. Absolutely. It's a pleasure. And, uh, uh, I'd like to be back on uh, next Sunday, or not next Sunday. We'll cool off a little bit. I'm like a serial killer as well. I just got gratified. I'll cool off. I'll come back three, four, five, six weeks when I really have the urge again, and uh, we'll do it again then. All right, man. We'll talk to you then. All right. See you. Later. All right. Now, people are saying this Dr. Harold Shipman, over 400 people that he killed. Dubs, do you think you could kill a man? Do you think you could kill somebody, like, not out of self-defense? But do you, Cold-blooded? Do you think you have it within yourself to take another life? You know what? I'll just say period. Do you think you have it within yourself to take another life? If forced to, yeah, but I, I don't think I have it in me to hunt another person. No? No. Not even when you were on the roids? No. I never want to kill someone. You don't ever think what it would be like? punch him in the nose. You never think what it would be like to play in someone else's blood? <laughs> no. I mean, either. Tommy? Yeah. Because you walk in the woods a lot. Actually, you know, I, I don't... <laughs> my thing is, I don't actually want to kill the person. I'd rather, the, like, cripple them so they'd be in pain for the rest of their life. So every minute they're like... Who am I doing a show with in here? I shouldn't have messed with him. Now for the rest of my life, I'm in pain forever. And then I was going to remember, I I screwed with Tommy Bateman, and I'm crippled because of it. Yes. Corolla, Someone you, didn't pick you guys are Ashcrofts. <laughs> Uh, I'd like to also illustrate the fact that Bateman has a muddy shovel in the back of his car. Now, this Wait, is now, true. What kind of mud? It's gone. I don't know what you're talking about. Is this true, though, for real, Corolla? Did he have a muddy shovel in the back of his car? Yeah, he did. Is this uh, gay slang? What are we talking about here? <laughs> no, he says it's actually he had a muddy shovel. It was like... Like a shovel. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> he said he used it for snow, but you don't use that kind of shovel on snow. Am I going to carry around a big sh snow shovel in the back of my car? What no. Do you, where do you get a regular shovel from? The backyard. And you just carry it around in the car? Wherever. What happened when he asked you about it, Corolla? Uh, uh, well, you're going to Dan and said, what's with the shovel? And he goes, don't worry about it. He's like, I use it for the snow. And it was just real, like, cold. I was like, that's funny, man. What, what's it there for? He's like, I Why are you looking you. through my stuff? I... In the back I'm going to kill you after this oh, during the God. break. You know, but, but you know what's really, truly odd is that... That he keeps farting when he comes in here? <laughs> okay, that could be odd. But the other thing that I found out about Bateman, too, is that I seriously... I watched that Ted Bundy movie that's like on Stars, and it's him. It's him. It's a young womanizer. He's He's got the whole... He's playing the whole gimmick. But you could see him killing somebody and truly just enjoying it and laughing and giggling. <laughs> yeah, kind of. You actually liked it, but you're like you're serious. A little bit. How close? I'll be known. I haven't talked to him in this segment in a while, and there's a reason for it. <laughs> I don't want any part of this. How close have you ever come to truly thinking that's it? I'm I'm going to go over the edge and I'm going to kill somebody. Um, give me a time frame. <laughs> All right, in the last three and a half hours, uh, none. Now you said you had a bad day today. Just a bad week in general. Just everyone's in my way. And, like, no one knows the rules of the road or, like, you know, I'll be at the mall trying to get somewhere and leave real fast. And people are, like, you know, not even noticing people are behind them. Instead of, you know, you get on the escalator, there's one side that go, you're allowed to walk up the other side. People are just stopped on both sides, won't move when you come by. And so that, that gets you to the point where you think you may want to kill somebody? Yes, they should be. I wish we were on satellite. God. They should be moving. There's rules and regulations, and they're not following them. And if you're not following the rules and regulations, you deserve to die? 
Uh, no, just be crippled for the rest of your life and in pain. I'm sure you've done something else that deserves it. Bad monkey? Have you ever thought about this? No, but I was going to tell you, one of my old roommates, and I'm wondering if Tommy might have ever done this, he filled up a uh, sex doll with hot water. Too much work. And then he had sex with it and stabbed it to death in the shower. Oh, God damn, dude. Who are we, do- who are we surrounding ourselves with? That's weird. I'm was not it talking. Me? Why not? I want a part of it. I'm fascinated He's by... He's taking notes. I'm fascinated by others who think they could kill human beings. Casey, you're in the hideout on JFK. You there, Casey? Yo, what's up, guys? What's up, man? Hey, man, I was just wondering if you guys ever heard of a band called Macabre. Macabre. Yeah, they all they sing about are serial killers. They have a whole album dedicated to Jeff Dahmer himself. Real? What is this? Is this like real or what's it released on? Oh, this is real, man. Uh, they're pretty underground. They've been around for a long time. It's like some hardcore metal, but some of the stuff they sing about. I figured they play like top 40 pop. It is crazy. Uh, no, go figure. A metal band talking about yeah. serial killers. Yeah, it's some cool stuff, man. You guys should check it out if you're into that kind of thing. Uh, now, are you? Oh, definitely, man. I'm not into the whole serial killer thing, but, you know, the music is great. And some of the stuff they sing about. You laugh, definitely. <laughs> so, all right, thank you. It's, it's some sick, sick, sick stuff. All right, guys, you take it easy, man. Thanks, man. Now, Dubs, you're a fan of Guar. They kill, pe- kill people on stage. Not real people. Oh. I'm hey. telling you, I think I have it within me. Have you ever thought that you could get I don't a- want to talk about it. Hold on a second. Have you ever thought, man, I yes. can easily get away with this? No. Yeah. These, these people are stupid. Yep. I could dispose of a body. Easily. How would you do it? Um, Again, well, out of the conversation. Depends on the... I just thought of one right now. Go to a gore concert, stab someone in the side a few times. Hey, it's just part of the show. And you're already covered with all that crap anyway. No, no. Nope. That's disturbing. You could just walk by. Slice. All right. That's not that we're advocating, but we're just wondering. Up on their ankle. And you've actually... But you've thought about this. I've been to a gore show a long time ago. It just came to me now. When are they coming to town? <laughs> I think you they're can't gonna... go. Why don't we go together? No. I'm going to call my boys. I won't leave you like you left Hefe. I'm going to call I'll my... stay by your side the entire time. I'll stand between you and your girlfriend. You can't go. I right, repeats in a pod. If you're not, if you're not going to talk on Mike, let's take a break. Dubs, are you really weirded out by that? I'm completely weirded out by you guys. All three of you. Have a hug. <laughs> let's take a break. Best friends. Get away. Get away! <laughs> All right, stupid. It's the hideout. <laughs> 106.7. I'm serious, though. I've thought about it. I know you have. I could do it. <laughs> Did I tell you about the time I was at... Hold on. Shut it. Hold on. Let me tell you about the time I was at the gym. And I saw this guy, and he was lifting weights. He's one of these muscle muscle uh, builders. He's lifting weights, and he's, like, working biceps. And I'm looking at this guy, and I'm thinking, I wonder what it would be like <sighs> to jab a knife into that bicep. And you just wonder. Disgusting. How about that? Great. How about disturbing? Better than a Vicodin. It's to hide out. Nothing's better than a Vicodin. 106.7 WJFK. Welcome back into the hideout. 106.7 WJFK. Half and dubs. Good Sunday uh, afternoon, evening to you. And um, feel free to participate in any way possible. We always, we love the internet. 
I think it was a show that's truly embraced the internet between the JFK hideout at AOL.com, instant message and the emails. We try to do as much as we can with RadioHideout.com, our website. The links are up for the JolieHomeRecord.com from Bumba and Get It Right Records. Also, too, uh, Sleeping Dogs Lie. We had Stuart Lesnar in the hideout, director of the movie starring Maynard James Keenan and also uh, Scott or, uh, Brad Wilk from Audio Slave. SDLMovie.com. Now, I'm not sure on who uh, Brad Wilk is. Is he a uh, drummer? So he was a uh, former drummer of uh, Rage. From what I understand, yes. I know very little, J-Dubs. i just trying to go with the flow. Now, speaking of the technology, I got this email, and oddly enough, it is about you. Sadly, where I live in Silver Spring, I yeah. don't get the show very well, uh, or the station. I, I have to sit in my bathroom to listen to WJFK. And that's in downtown Silver Spring. It's not like it's that far. But I guess with the way that my apartment complex is built up or whatever, I just I don't get the station all that well. But apparently this happened. I got this one from Todd. He goes, I hate to be so redundant in lieu of all of the J-Dubs football tattoos, but I do live in Fairfax, and I would be willing to travel for when you guys get picked up outside of the D.C. area and making some sort of Detroit-Chicago bet. I heard Dubs mention on Ron and Fez that he hopes the NFC North continues to hurt themselves, i.e. the Randy Moss trade. And I just wanted to let him know. Now, the Bears just picked up Mushin Muhammad, which uh, which kind of pisses me off because I like to see everybody leaving the NFC North instead of good players coming in. But they still don't have anybody to throw it to him. He says the Bears will get some sort of offense going and that they will own that division, and I guess especially if uh, Favre ends up retiring, he says he is more than willing to give up shoulder blades for a Queer Lions logo. If that does not happen, he says... A, a Queer Lions logo. Okay, that's interesting. Now, I could, I, it, if I wanted to, it could be pink then. It very, I guess it could be pink. It could be the logo, but instead of the Honolulu blue, it would be pink. You know, I'd rather have a bear in a dress. I'm getting a bear in a dress tattooed on him. Okay. Or how about the lion making it with the bear, with the lion being the butch and the bear the bitch? I like it. So he says, first game or second game, I don't care because at least the Bears have one Super Bowl under their belt. Now, for those of you that don't know, on the one non- Super Bowl out of five years where they were great and they should have won all five. Dubs Losers. made all these tattoo bets. Maybe you heard it on the Don and Mike show or on the Ron and Fez show or even in the hideout during the weeknight show. You even on your back, do you forget about the fact that you all, have all the time Indianapolis tattooed across your back? All the time. I get out of the shower, I scare myself sometimes. And then you have the big Green Bay logo as well underneath your shoulder blade? I, I forget about it all the time. I forgot too until we were sitting last night at RFD in, mm-hmm. China, in Chinatown, and your chick was showing me a whole bunch of pictures that were in the camera phone, including one of your back. Now, I, if Rockabilly Matt, if you're listening, because that's the guy who set us up the back, Give us a call, 866-277-4969. Because I want to know if you are down with this. Would you be willing? Are you going to make any more tattoo bets, especially Lions Bears? I mean, that that's a pretty tempting offer right there. I, I kind of sworn him off, but if he's willing to up the ante above me because I've, I've already done all the tattoos, if he's willing to get something worse than I have to get, yeah. What would you want him to get? What do you think would be worse? I like the lion mountain the bear. I like that. And it'd be pink? No. Well, the uh, the, the bear would be wearing a, uh, like a tutu. Okay. And it'd be the regular lion? Because actually, the way the lion's logo is, yeah. you could easily fit it in. Yeah, he, he, it's kind of, you know, pouncing as mm-hmm. it is. So, 
Do you feel ashamed at all? Is your family ashamed of you and your back? I they're happy. But it's not their life. They don't even come out and visit. Why would I care what they think? Oh, speaking of visiting, I'm now starting to regret the fact that my, my mother's coming to visit me. Yeah? My mother, well, my, my stepfather, and my two little brothers. Here's the crazy thing about it. I uh, You have a one-bedroom apartment yes. where you live. Mm-hmm. And I ask you, where are they staying? Because there's four of them coming out. And oh, then, they're going to stay at my apartment. Yeah, it's four of them and then me staying in this little 800-square-foot apartment. I don't understand why you wouldn't, you know, just spring out a little extra money and put them up in a hotel close to your place. Because here's the thing. They already spent a grand on no, the tickets. No, you, you, you spend the money. It would be worth it to have them not in your hair all the time. You know, that's the other thing I was thinking about, too. I won't be able to uh, yeah, handle, anything. handle any business, either with myself or with others, for at least five days. So Carole's not going to be coming over right, for you know, a few days, huh? I got options. I got options. Who's the new dude? Stop. Stop it. It's not even funny. <laughs> I'm giggling. Why, why are you giggling back there? But then after that, oh, check this out. Then I was going to go home to Texas. My stepbrother is coming up the week after that for eight days. Oh, that's he's dreadful. On, he's on spring break from Oklahoma University, and he's coming out here for eight days. That's terrible. And then I may go home. I may not be... I may not be handling any business for the next month. Oh, you can do it in the shower. No. It's dirty. No, it's not. There's plenty of lotions at your disposal. Unless it's your shower, which I have before. Rockabilly Matt, you're in the hideout on What's JFK. Up, guys? What's up, man? Um, yeah, I mean, I'm more than willing for the bet. I was hammered when I wrote the email, but still, I'm more than willing <laughs> to do it. So you would? are you willing to get the bet of the Bear, because you're a Chicago Bears fan, the Bear in a tutu? Pink, mounted by a uh, by a lion by a, by the lion. I, I don't know about the mounted by a lion. Got to take think. it up a step if you're so confident in your bears. Mm. Come on, man. Well, what, what are you going to do with the bears win? With the bears, well, you throw it out there. What do you want? No, you throw it out there. You're the one with all the football tattoos. Yeah, Dubs. What would you be willing <laughs> to do? How about this? How about you get a bear in a tutu, right in your pelvis? No, no, <laughs> pointing down. Saying, come and get it. No, I'm not getting a bear on my pelvis. <laughs> Why not? Um, I like like it's walking down the happy trail. Just scooting along. Let me think about that. That's an interesting... Because uh, I would love to see that on someone. Well, that way, you got my email address. Let's respond back to me with some ideas. And uh, if we don't happen to be here on football time, we'll fly you out. Okay, cool. We'll make it. We'll do this. This will this will be a carryover. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right, Rockabilly, man. Right. Thanks, man. Bye-bye. JD, you're in the hideout on JFK. Hefe, so there's going to be five Mexicans staying in an apartment in Silver Spring. <laughs> yeah, go figure. All right. Well, and now you put it like that, there's going to be plenty of room. <laughs> those guys are uh, what, space savers. What do you mean, those guys? I'm <laughs> right here in front of you. Five for sale to drive around in, also. Not come on, please have they're, a little respect. They they can like vacuum pack anything. Why do you keep saying they? I'm right here in front of you. Why would you those even? People. All right, thank you, JD. Why would you do that? What do you mean? You say they. 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 I love how Bateman runs to open the door so we can hear Corolla laughing at the at the drop. Thank you. Monkey Man, you're in the hideout on JFK. What's going on, guys? What's up, though? 
Hey, uh, speaking of tattoo bats, I didn't know if you'd uh, mentioned it. I was actually away from my radio for about the first hour of the show. If you'd mentioned uh, the baseball thing, if you'd set up a tattoo bet for uh, you getting a hit uh, against uh, Rockville Baseball. All right, that's the thing, Dubs. Now, there, we were supposed to do it this last Thursday, but the snow happened, and we weren't able to. I am going to be playing against a... A guy who's going to go to the majors, he's going to try out for the major leagues. I have said this before, I can hit major league pitching. I am confident of the fact. Luckily enough, uh, Monkey Man hooked us up with Blackwood, who is a coach of he's the... He's on the other line right now, too. Oh, perfect. All right, is he there? He's, he's on one of your lines. There you go. Blackwood, what's going on, man? How you doing? What's up, fellas? If you go to RadioHideout.com, you can actually find a link to uh, to the to the Montgomery County uh, Knights. How's everything going over there, Rockville? Well, things are going pretty good. We were actually supposed to have our first games yesterday, but uh, unfortunately, PG can't fill the team yet. Are you serious? Yeah, they had uh, 13 men on the roster, and uh, I think four of them failed off because of grades, and two of them had to work, so they couldn't come. <laughs> I should go play for PG County. <laughs> Maybe I can actually get on the team. So when do we have it set up for me to come out and play against a guy who's going to go end up playing pro ball? Well, uh, the one guy I wanted you to face actually just left this Friday for Arizona. Son of a um, bitch. But I got another kid who played for me who just signed with uh, the Anaheim Angels, and uh, he definitely wants to pitch against you. I've already been talking it up to him. All right, now what is what is he? What is he? Righty, lefty? What is this? He's lefty. He's uh, pretty good. He's uh, going to be single A with uh, the Mesa team out in Arizona. How hard does he throw? Uh, he's sneaky quick. Uh, he's got more of the, the off-speed junk that uh, you might have to work with. All right, here's the, here's the thing. Uh, Dubs, uh, like I talked about last week, I played against professional ball players like Jason Jennings, Who? Gary Wood, Who? Vernon Wells. Who? And I am a switch hitter. You turn me around to the right side, I mean, man. You definitely are that. I'm dangerous. I'm dangerous. Now, Monkey Man, you you have an idea for have a tattoo? A BD joke? Stop. Well, I figured uh, I figured Dubs might throw up a tattoo bet uh, on you either getting a hit in the in the field or or not. I am not a tattoo cushion. Yes, you are. <laughs> and I don't care about your baseball that much to put anything on it. Please, no. How about this? Maybe? I'll put a five on it. That's it. That's all it means to you. That's all it means. This is my career. Five dollars. There could be scouts there. I could end up leaving the show and going and playing pro ball. Thank God. You really, Thank God. You really wouldn't Let me be... Corolla put up a tattoo bet. All right, you know what? Get Corolla in. Yeah. Get in here, Corolla. You're laughing here, you ass. Tattoo bet. What? Tattoo bet. What about it? Arriba, arriba. Arriba. All right. You love that so much? You love that so much? Sorry. It's so funny. Every time it gets me. If I don't get a hit... If I do not make contact against this lefty uh, here for uh, the Montgomery County uh, Rockville Knights, if I don't get a hit, you get the Arriba tattooed on you. No way. Yes. If you don't don't get a hit. Yeah. That should be if you do get a hit. Whatever. (laughs) All right. How about this? All right. If he does not, if you do get a hit. You'll get uh, you'll get Speedy Gonzalez tattooed on your arm. No way, I'm not getting a tattoo. Shut Come up. on, you are on the back of his shoulder. <laughs> yeah, in the back of your shoulder, where you can cover it up with uh, your sports bra. Or how about this? We could shave your neck. You could get it on your neck, and then you just let the neck hair grow out. <laughs> but if you don't, this. you have to get Alex Khan across your knuckles. No way. <laughs> By the way, that's my childhood nick- nickname. You ass. <laughs> Thanks for bringing that up. Thought we left that bit on the old uh, weeknight show. 
All right, Hefe, here's the deal. Uh, we got games this Saturday, and then we got pretty much all week off again. So uh, since we have all week off, we're going to do a lot of air squads between the team. Mm-hmm. And uh, I will call you, depending on the weather, and let you know when to show up. I'll try and give you like three or four or five-day advance notice. That'd be great. Now, now Blackwood, how yeah. many pitches does... Hefe here get to uh, hit. It's a regular at bat, isn't it? It's an at bat. Just a okay, just what a if, regular at bat. What if he it's walks me? What happens if he walks well, me? I'll let you hit again. All right, I can, all right, I can stay in the lineup long enough to hit again. Oh yeah, well I plan on letting you play in the field a little bit too. Yes. Dare them to steal on. Are you a catcher? Catcher? Yes, I'm a catcher. Oh wait a second. You're a switch hitting catcher. Stop. Nice. All right. We've isolated a bunch of stuff right now. I know. All right. Well, Monkey Man, Blackwood, I appreciate that. Everybody keep checking RadioHideout.com. We'll get all the info up. Montgomery County Rockville baseball team. Good luck, guys. Thanks, Randy. 5,000, guys. 5,000. 5, now, I, I do want to get some kind of bet going with this thing, but I don't want to be any part of it. What do you want to do? I want to get Corolla in on it because he, he's the baseball guy. He really is. He loves the Red Sox. Yeah. He's such a huge Red Sox fan. I remember when I remember when the Red Sox won the World Series. Oh, he was joyful. I love Boston Red Sox. And now it's odd because he's from New York. I love Boston Red and Sox. And he was such a huge Red Sox fan. Now about- you're a big baseball guy, right? Um somewhat, yeah. I Why don't you throw it. what what are you willing to do if El Jefe gets a hit? Nothing. I don't care about this stupid bet. Start caring, because you're going to be a part of it. Why? You're about to be a real big part of it. What should I get if he gets a hit? How about this? If I get a hit, I get one free shot to your stomach with a bat. (sighs) All right. Why not? But what happens if you don't get a hit? I get one free shot to his jumblies with a bat. Not with a bat, but I'll let you kick me. In In the junks? In the jumblies. Sweet. <laughs> it looks for me, man. Now, this is if I got to make, all you got to do is make contact. I got to put the ball in play. I got a better uh, idea. It's got to, yeah. Instead of, the, instead of the bat to the stomach and the kick to the nads, because that will do permanent damage, maybe, maybe break something, this thing's a little bit more, and it's a little bit more embarrassing. One of those big red wiffle ball bats, right across the face to the loser. Oh. Uh, that will leave a big red mark, and it'll make you tear up. I guarantee it. I, but you could break a nose. No, he, right on the cheek. Oh, right on the across, cheek? Yeah, right across the cheek. You don't think we could kill somebody with a wiffle ball bat? No, not one of those big red ones. You think um, you think maybe you'd feel more comfortable uh, Alex Kong if the guy threw barrels at you as opposed to baseballs? <laughs> I just wondered. If you're going to get a joke out, why don't you get it out without laughing? <laughs> this is so funny. <laughs> But are you down with the wiffle ball bat? Yeah, in the face. Yeah. It's fine. All right, wiffle ball bat. But not the eyes, though, man. No, right across the cheek. Yeah, that's fine. Are you listening to the show or not? Yeah, no, I'm listening. But he plays dirty. He always has to make it so it maims me in some terrible way. Okay. Do you want to hit him or should I? No, hell no. I get to hit him. Okay. Now, if, I, if I get a hit off a of major league pitching, a left hand. No, what if you hit a foul or something like that? No, it has to be. It it has I has told to... you, I got to make contact. I got to put the ball in play in my at bat. All right. And if I do, which, by the way, I'm serious. I've faced pitchers who are in the major leagues, and I get the bat right handed, my natural, you're done. Now, it depends, though. How many throws are you getting? So, one at bat. Are you listening to the show tonight? Yeah, one at bat. That's it? Yes. 
You're screwed. You should prepare your ugly face now. I'm listening, but I know he's thinking of ways so that that wiffle ball bat will be nailed across my face. That's the only All he reason. has to do is hit the ball. That's the only way he can think of. It's the only reason I'm being so cautious, because he's got that goofy I'm, look in his eyes. I'm going to cork it with thumbtacks. All right, I'm down. I'm down. Now i got something to play for. Hitting a grown man in the face with a wiffle ball bat. I can't believe we didn't think of that for a live gig. Now, here's the thing. You know what else this includes? Hold on. Let's shake. No. Shake. No, forget shake. it. Shake. Shake. Shake as it stands now. Shake. We're doing this. Wiffle ball bat. I got to put the ball in play. I can bunt. I can bunt. Now, you, you, this is going to be one of your last chances to ever pit, uh, hit against the major league. You got to realize... That no longer matters. We're now playing to see who gets to hit who in the face with a wiffle ball bat. That's what's important. You aren't going to bunt for a swing, are you? I'm going to bunt. Why would? Why don't you try to take a couple swings at it first and then bunt? No, because then if I bunt it foul, I'm automatically out. I'm going to bunt. And I'm going to okay. be hitting you in the face two Sundays from now. So you don't think that uh, Blackwood's listening and he's going to tell the guy that you're going to bunt? Well, then he out. would end up walking me. And, and that, that doesn't get, count. That's not contact. And he said I would get to I would get to go around again. You're screwed. <laughs> Just know that in about two weeks I'm hitting you in the face with a wiffle ball bat. Yes. Hit you in the face. Congratulations. Nice comeback. <laughs> Alex Kong. That's not funny. Yeah, it is. I'll, you know what? I'll even make monkey sounds when I'm beating you in the face. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> Yeah, that was kind of dirty. Well, gay. Yeah. Let's take a break. We'll come back. Now, the odd thing, if I hit you across the face with that wiffle ball bat, you're going to have to pay for it if your sharp elf ears end up screwing it up. (laughs) So hide out 106.7 WJFK. WJFK, that is Ash O'Neill, the name of the song Rude Buddha in the hideout. And uh, local band, is that something that we're actually kind of doing? These guys emailed me at jfkhideout at AOL.com. They're like, hey, we want to get the word out. We're doing this. I feel bad because they emailed me nearly two, three weeks ago. Yeah, and we just now got to it. We just, you know, things have been so packed and everything. But I actually went to RudeBuddha.com and listened to the entire CD Fighter. It's good stuff, and I don't normally dig this kind of music. Yeah, local band, and the, it sounds good. They actually got a whole thing going on. Rude Buddha. That's. I listened to the whole CD in my car too. It's a. It's a nice CD. So anyway, go to RudeBuddha.com. They got some shows coming up in March. We'll probably chat with the boys at some point. I. Uh, I want to really start supporting the music. I love to make some friends and 
early on in this whole thing. This song's pretty hooky, too. Yeah, they got a whole thing. They're going to be big. They're the next big thing, Rude Buddha. the subject of local bands how are our boys rev nine doing the official local band of the hideout tommy do you have any word on what's going on with rev nine rev nine music.com they want us to intro them at a gig again we're not big enough anymore yeah i don't know it depends how, how drunk dubs is yeah you were really embarrassing when you did that, that i know that's why i don't drink anymore <laughs> you know i was a little disappointed we all went out last night to drink i got wasted corolla got Doc. obliterated hey you nothing I had a couple drinks. There was nothing, though. We were supposed to party. I got a couple drinks. You're a wet blanket. And by the way, I'm going to think a couple of other people. You turned me on to Skindred, which I'm digging. Um, Lefty turned me on to Kill Switch Engage, which is good. They were just here at GMU. You don't like them, Bateman? You made an ugly face. They were here at the Taste of Chaos tour. I just have heard that there's a couple of songs they have released. and I like it. Yeah. I don't know. And then the other one, too, Shafee turned me on to Muse. It's a good band. That's some good stuff out of the U.K., so I want to thank everybody. And speaking of thank yous, how about this? Earlier in the show, we talked to Stuart Lesner, the director of Sleeping Dogs Lie, a movie starring Maynard from A Perfect Circle and Tool and Brad Wilk of Audio Slave. SDLmovie.com. Send us an email already. Yo, just want to uh, say thanks for the love on your show today. We really appreciate the attention from you guys. If there's anything else I can do for you, let me know. Get me a job. SDLmovie.com. Peace, well, Stuart Lesner. Send us a copy of the movie. Ask for a copy of the movie, man. Yeah. That'd be huge. I'm ask for a job instead. No, copy of the movie. Then you can have ask for both. Ask. And Maynard has an interview. Uh, he said he, he could, but Maynard's like, he says a terrible interview. You know, that's what, and that's the other thing, Dubs. Do you really want to talk to the people that you, not idolize, but you really like? Because I've even talked about it before, how I would be afraid to interview like Manson. Or even, I guess, Maynard. Because you don't, you, don't, you don't want him to be a dick to you. You know what I mean? I doubt he'd be a dick. He's just a very shy person. Yeah. He's a funny guy, though. Oh, yeah. I've read interviews with him, and he always has something pretty funny to say. You know what? There's this, It's while we're on this. See if you agree with this. I was going to bring this up last week when we were talking about all of the uh, the gay stuff, like when we had the mm-hmm. uh, the, the people on, we were doing the uh, the show. Hi, there, Jim. <laughs> no. And there's this quote. See if you would agree with this quote. Um, Ignorant homosexuals have a right to fear the gay community. They are our future, uh, the future, the next step in evolution. Do you agree with that? I don't even understand it. Read it yeah, again. Right, Please read it again. Ignorant heterosexuals are right to fear the gay community. They are the future, our future, the next step in our evolution. What do they mean by ignorant? Like ignorant people, like people who fear gay people. Oh. Ignorant oh. heterosexuals. They have a right to be afraid because that's the future. Gay people. So okay. you, they're saying that in time, everybody will be gay? Yes. Now, this was a quote. I don't agree with that, no. This was a quote from Maynard, and he says that Mother Earth is going to eventually write everything because all of these heterosexual males are destroying the world. So what will end up happening is eventually people will evolve into becoming gay so that we can no longer procreate. And hence, no longer drain the earth from its resources. Yeah, there's still ways around that, though. No, I don't agree with that at all. And one big thing is that uh, there were many, many homosexuals, ancient Greece and everything. Right. And you'd think if evolution was going to take its course by now, 
you know, from them, it would have already done. You got to so. think about how evolution works. I mean, it's a span over thousands and thousands of years. You know what I mean? People are looking for a way to get theirs. And so you don't think at some point, example, you don't think at some point, I was going through this list of all these rules, these 31 rules of how to make a chick happy <laughs> during a relationship. It's stupid rules. We talked, we did a few of them last yeah. week. Just ignorant stuff, like telling them they're beautiful. So you look at this and you got 31 rules you really have to follow if you're going to be with a chick. Do you really want to follow? Do you, is it really worth that headache? Or would you rather think, you know what, maybe I'm going to learn to like uh, the taste of DNA and just roll with that? <laughs> you know, I, I just think there's such a far leap to say that in time, everybody will be gay. Not everybody, but maybe the way that uh, heterosexuals are now. That they like, will um, be the dominant. Like homosexuals will be, you know, the 90 percentile. Yeah, whatever. And then, and then there'll be just a bunch of hetero jokes going around. Right. You don't think? Your heteroerotic show, The Hideout. I can tell you this, never. Yeah. <laughs> That'll hey, never. we're spearheading this uh, whole evolution thing, I'll tell you that much. Ahead of our time. Revolutionizing, as we've always said. It's a scary thought. Very, very scary thought. Not revolutionizing, evolutionizing. That's uh, what we are. The Hideout. Insert station here. Um... 866-277-4969. So we're coming up on wrapping this one up. So anyway, big ups to the boys from Rude Buddha. And let's, uh, let's try to get them in at some point. Yeah. And um, uh, pump a couple of those shows up. Maybe even do, if they want to, they can come in and do like an acoustic or something. Oh, that'd be nice. Uh, that's if I can mic it properly. If you can get everything to work out correctly. And um, so it was very fun. And again, thank you to Stuart Lesnar. Now, we have these tickets for the 48th annual World of Wheels taking place next weekend at the Washington Convention Center. Then we got about five pair of tickets. I don't think we have time for a game. So if you want them, uh, call us now. Yeah. 866-277-4969. It looks like a fun time. And you also uh, can take a, your tickets, go out there and meet Pat Goss. He's doing the whole show live from out whole there, Whole show. Right? Now, when is he going to be? Is he doing it Saturday and Sunday? I don't know. I'm going to say yes. Yeah. I say he's there all weekend. I say you go both days. In fact, he may run a little long on Sunday. He's more than welcome to. Yeah. The World of Wheels features the top 20 show cars on the ISCA circuit. Tons of celebrity appearances. Pat Goss. Go out and see his nice cars. Who else is going to be out there? His nice cars. His cans of BG44K. That's a celebrity right there. Maynard could be there. Or he couldn't. Yeah. Manson, possibly. WJFK.com for all the details. Have you logged on to WJFK.com lately? Well, uh, yeah, but it felt like I was doing it in September because they haven't updated it since then. Are we still on there? I think so. Because it was September and we were still part of the lineup? Yeah. It's so funny. I think there's still pictures of us boxing up there, and that's almost been a year. Yep. You know, and I wish they would take those pictures down because I was really fat and hairy then. And you're getting your ass kicked. No. Rope a dope. I'm still waiting. I'm still waiting to be able to suck and punch you. Yeah, you're still waiting for me to tear it out. Speaking of that, um, start my workout regimen this week. How'd you do? No, this week I'm starting it up. What are you going to do? Uh, well, I, I found out that the, uh, the place, uh, at our, uh, at our, uh, apartment complex is open 24 hours a day. So I got the code so I can go at night now. Hold on a second. This is kind of funny to me. I do want to talk about this. The phones are just now lighting up. Yeah, for the uh, for the tickets that we talked about two minutes ago. 
That is insane. I'm sitting here thinking, eh, nobody wants these tickets. Lo and behold, it's just, I don't know, two minutes later. Yeah. yeah, When they actually heard what we were talking about. It's just nuts how, how long this delay is. Corolla, get in here. I got an idea. Hurry up, Corolla. Get in here. Even though you gave out the phone number, people start calling on the local lines. Oh, but they don't know what the hell's going on. And can you blame them? Yes. At yes, the sink- I can. At the sinking ship? I want to blame them. Get Corolla in here. Hurry. What is wrong? Is he on a delay today, too? All right. He may be on delay, too. That's fine. So you're working out, huh? I'm going to start working out this week. What are you going to do? Uh, I'll, I'll probably do four days a week of uh, working out. Like, uh, go, uh, you know. Manly? You want me to work out with you? No. You need a spotter? No, I, I can I can spot myself. Oh, come on. You need a spotter, man. You don't want it to be dangerous. It won't be dangerous. I, I, I'll just do my, my light work, 300 pounds. 300 pound bench. I won't go to. Uh, I won't go all out. Remember, remember when you went to the gym with me? When yeah. You were doing your workout. I just laughed at you. I don't know why. That's the uh, that's the training that we did when uh, you know for wrestling. You look so silly, Corley. You had, you said you had a game about the dump. Yeah. Since we, have, since we have such a long delay here, what's it? Eighty seconds. Yeah, eighty seconds. I think. That's what was your game that we had? Um. I was gonna do something where we we had a. Why are you laughing? I just want to hear your game. We had a maybe listener come in or something like you know Matt Albert or some other listener and then say something out over the air and then make them have to run upstairs and hit the dump button before it goes out. Right. So so we we're in a studio right now with an 80 second delay and there's a dump button in the studio, but there's also a dump button all the way upstairs. Yeah. And, and so, they, we're going to have them say something, and after they say something, they have to run all the way upstairs to where the dump button is and dump it out. Yeah. And if it doesn't, it gets out over the air. Gets out over the air. The phone number gets out. phone number gets out. So uh, we're going to do your phone number, Corolla. Oh, mine? Yeah. And see if you can make it up there to dump it. Why does this get turned around on me? I don't know. It was a good idea that I had. Mm-hmm. I was just taken with the fact that we gave out the phone number and literally two minutes. You have two minutes to get upstairs and dump out of your phone number. Well, actually, I really only think I have 40 seconds because there's only 40 up there and uh, well, there's 40, 40 in here. here. Yeah, so you you have you have literally 80 seconds. Yeah. By the, by the time it'll get out over the air. Are you ready? I guess so. Do I have a choice? Stern's jokes. Or an F-bomb or something like that. Yeah, those two. Not bad jokes. All right, there he goes. You managed to waste 40 seconds. That's awesome. So now he's running upstairs. Now, the funny thing is, do we want to listen? Can we listen to it and see if the phone number made it out? I can. Uh, I'll I'll wait till it gets higher up there. Now, you know what's funny is the computer upstairs isn't logged in. No, you don't have to. It's just a button now. Ah, son of a bitch. God damn it! So it's gonna—he's—he's it, he's gonna be okay then. Yeah, he had more than enough time. All right, let me know when he walks back down at some point when he can't hear him. We'll give it out again. This is us playing at the radio station. Yeah, playing with the equipment given to us. All right, we're up to a uh, minute twenty. Now you know what's so odd. Oh, that- actually, it should be right now. Can we listen to it and see if the phone number made it out? I can. He must have gotten it. Huh? He must have gotten it. He must have gotten it, yeah. Son of a bitch. 
703-975-1423. Just whispered it. Do it again. Is he on his way back down? Split it up so he has to, you know, keep on going back further than that. No, uh, I was just listening to the uh, the live feed, and uh, I, I don't know, I missed it. I think so, you yeah, got it. I think you got God it. God damn. Because I heard you asking, can we listen to yeah, you on the Yeah, me air? too. You got there in time. Do it again. Here's what we'll do. Split it up. <laughs> so right now, 703. Remember 703. And at some point during the rest of the show, I'm going to give you the rest of the numbers. Like 975? That could be one. Four, two, three. It was so stupid. <laughs> Seriously, we're like children. <laughs> Anything to screw with that kid. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. Hey, man, these people are eating up these tickets. WJFK.com for the um for the info. Again, go see this. Pat Goss is going to be out at this thing at the Washington Convention Center. And uh, congratulations to all the winner. 48th annual World of Wheels. Next weekend, Convention Center. Got all these top cars, WJFK.com, celebrity appearances. For the information, call 703-975. What happened? What? You better run. You better run. You such an idiot. You didn't even hear the previous one. All right, let's listen. Let's listen. You know what we should have done? We should. People are eating up these tickets. WJFK.com for the um for the info, again, go we'll, see this. Right, we're listening Goss right now. At this thing at the Washington Convention we're Center. listening right now. For those and uh, congratulations I... to all the winners. 48th annual World of Wheels. Next weekend, Convention Center. Got all these top cars, WJFK.com, celebrity appearances. Come on, hurry. For the information, call 703 <laughs> oh! You better run. Damn it, he got the end. I think everybody may have gotten it at that point. <laughs> All right. Listen to us listening to ourselves 80 <laughs> seconds later. He didn't get the 1423 part, did he? <laughs> What's wrong with us? But you see, on the bright side, it's not like he's going to get any prank calls. It's just going to be a bunch of chicks calling him wanting to go out. Oh, wait. Somehow, at the 630 segment is the F with Corolla segment. This was fun. I love it. You know why? It leaves me happy for the rest of the week. And make sure when we run this in the mixtape, it does not get beeped. Oh, there is no mixtape. Never mind. What doesn't get beeped? The phone number. What phone number? Should we mix up the words or the numbers or anything a little bit? No. Just give it out again. Wait for him to get back down here. Is he coming? Yeah, Corolla, get in here. We need to talk, man. We need to actually have a conversation. <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> 703. <laughs> Come on, don't. What's wrong? Is that your phone ringing? Do I hear your phone ringing? <laughs> Why would it be ringing? The number didn't get out, did it? Poor Miss Damage. <laughs> what happened? 703. Is your phone ringing? Yeah. I can hear it ringing. <laughs> that sucks, man. That really does blow. I don't know how that happened. Great. <clears throat> but at least, like I said, a lot of girls are going to call you. 975. Come on, don't.
Hold on, let me. I got a call right in here. I, <laughs> I got a call right here on line fourteen twenty three. One four two three. Big redneck during the hideout. Hey, I, I agree with your evolution theory uh, with the the you know uh, get homosexuals, but I want to put a different twist on it. Uh-oh. Instead of, inst- well, listen, instead of, you know, everybody being gay, because I, I don't see for seeing everybody being gay, but there being so much disease in in the world from different sexually transmitted diseases that we can't breed anymore. Uh, no, because I don't, I mean, heterosexual people give diseases to each other. It's not no, just no, gay people. That's what, no, that's what he's saying. I mean, that, that's, why, that's why we won't be able to breed anymore because of everybody, everybody will have an STD. Diseases, everybody be born with them. Oh, I see what you're saying. Hey, yeah. it's a, it's a I, Mother Earth, man, she's going to cleanse. Yeah, I, she is. Absolutely. I hear you. All right, thanks, Big Redneck. All right, out. All right, 5,000 is the way we go. Oh, hold on a second. Now, what, you, did you get it? No. <laughs> what happened, dude? Too late. All right, hold on. Put put Matthew up. Let me talk to Matthew, because people are saying the dump is messing with the audio. I'm sure. Because when, when it ramps back up, it stretches out. Oh, is that how it works? Yeah. Did you hear that, Matthew? Hey, what's that? Did you hear that? I could, yeah, I heard it. But did you, do you guys know that the dump is actually messing up your audio? Like it, the, what's coming out over the air is it sounds like your guys are underwater. Yeah, well, well, once it uh, once you dump, it has to ramp back up, so it messes with everything to uh, to give you that dump back. Hey, quality management decision. I there. tell you. <laughs> hey, love the show, guys. Later, Thank, bro. Thank Later. you, Matthew. All right, we're out, ladies and gentlemen. Think for yourself. Question authority. Corolla, your phone's ringing. You may want to answer that. Don't be ashamed. You're entertained. Listening why to the it, hideout. Why is it ringing? What happened? Can you turn that off? We're doing a radio show. Sorry. Maybe I should call you sometime. 703. All right, that's enough. That's enough. Don't forget Nick's Ball 99. <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> You're so stupid. Nick's Ball 99 on AOL, right? Hey, well, for broadband. <laughs> America Online. We out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. I love Boston Red Sox. 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 I am gay. I love Boston Red Sox. My fingers smell pretty. I love Boston Red Sox. My fingers smell pretty. My fingers smell pretty. My fingers smell pretty. I am gay. My fingers smell pretty. Hi, this is Troy Aikman. Hey, you're tuning in to the hideout with Hefe and J Dub. This is Fred Smooth, Washington Redskins. I be smacking my hoes. Everyone knows it goes. Kick him to the floor, step on them hard, step on them hard. Kick him to the floor, cause I, I be smacking my hoes. I be smacking my hoes. I be smacking my hoes. Not interested. Five thousand. I, five thousand.